it's another episode of Glitch Free Gaming. It's our E3 wind up. Hey! Yay. Yay. We're so excited about E3. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're like the rest of the industry. It's like, nah. <laughs> Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> the grizzled veterans of, of video gaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's us. Um, <laughs> so it's a... Uh, Kieran and myself this week, and we're also joined by, uh, he's not been on the show for a while, so um, he's promised not to pee on the carpet, so that's a good thing, <laughs> but uh, Nathan joins us, how are you? I'm fine, thank you for having me. Again, don't pee on the carpet. Uh, that, that was your promise, not mine. <laughs> I said I'm trying not to. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, this week was a big event in the uh, video game industry. It was E3. Yeah, it's still going technically as we record, but the big stuff's kind of happened. Like the press yes. conferences are all done. Yeah. So um, we thought we would uh, for this episode we would just uh, talk through what had happened, what we've seen, uh, personally what we liked, um, what we're thinking, and um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, as always, Kieran, are you going to lead us through this uh, yeah. crazy journey yeah. that is E3? Um, we all have, just to give credit where credit is due, we all have the uh, NeoGAF E3 summary thread open, which is not, like, it's all uh, split up into Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, and multi-platform stuff, so it's not actually kind of improper chronological order, because it's split up that way, but I think we'll just go through it the way it is, because doesn't matter too much um, yeah cool yeah so um nintendo uh before the press conference started announced pokken tournament deluxe for the switch in one of the most infuriating uh fucking press events things they've ever done <laughs> where everyone was super hyped thinking oh man they're doing a pokemon nintendo direct this means that finally we're getting pokemon switch and they're like guys we're making we're making spin-offs of Pokemon Sun and Moon called Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Everyone's on their fucking edge of their seats like, oh my god. <laughs> and they're like, for 3DS in November. And everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> and they're like, but don't worry, we've got a Switch game coming. And everyone's like, oh, thank god. Okay, Pokemon Stars, let's do this. And it's like, no, it's Pokemon Tournament Deluxe. It's the fucking mediocre fighting game we released last year on the Wii U. Great. <laughs> so, so you've pre-ordered it, right? No, I didn't like that game that much on the Wii U. I don't really have any intention of buying it again. <laughs> or actually, I didn't buy it before, I just played them. But Mike bought it, so he's got to buy a Switch for this, right? Uh, no, I didn't buy Pokken. I thought you bought Pokken. No, yeah, no, I, think... I played the I played the demo. So none of us bought Pokken? No, none of us bought Pokken, no. I didn't even buy Pokken. What's that telling you? <laughs> have you got it pre-ordered, though? Uh, no, uh... I don't even know when it's out. People I'm... described it as the game that ARMS is meant to be. Oh, that sounds like a fighting words, mister. <laughs> <laughs> ARMS has legs, you know this. Um, <laughs> Pokken, I, I don't know. I'm not a big uh, Pokemon fan, as you know, so when I was when I heard like Pokemon Tekken, as it's probably known around most of the world, I was like, that sounds a bit bizarre. And then I saw how it played, and I was like, that kind of looks fun, but as I'm not really a big Pokemon head, I 
don't really know how much appeal this would have have for me. Like yeah. you know, when I could just play Tekken instead. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I I had every intention of buying it, and uh, so I had the demo, and I think you were the same, Kieran. We we were both had every intention of buying it and playing yeah. it, and thank God for the demo because after you <laughs> played it, you went oh. <laughs> Pretty much, like I, yeah, I like the idea of a kind of arcadey fighting game that's got Pokemon characters, but it seemed like it just wasn't super fun. Like mm-hmm. they, they had two different modes, and the kind of you know regular three D fighter mode was great, and then they had the kind of behind the back kind of uh, you know, like all the anime fighters, like JoJo and. Uh, even like last few Dragon Ball games, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that mode was just not great, and it just kind of seemingly. I'm sure there's some logic behind it, but it just seemingly randomly switches between them, and it's like I don't know. But I don't know people like that game. I watched some of the tournament that uh, Nintendo streamed during their Treehouse stream, and it was fun. It was fun to watch at least. Oh, yeah. it's. I, I kind of feel like. Although it seems I'm the only person getting arms. Well, on this, I don't know if you're getting arms, Mike, but it seems like the kind of game that'd be fun if you play with a couple of mates. But if no one else I know is getting it, then I'll probably give it a miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it looks good, um, but because I, you know, I don't have a, a switch yet, I'm kind of in this point where, so games that I would normally buy. I'm going to wait because they're probably not, like you said, there's not going to be the audience for them by the time I get the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm planning simple. on I'm, I'm planning on picking up my Switch uh, round about October time. Um, obviously, just with real life getting in the way in holidays and going up, you know, paying for holidays and going away for holidays and things like that. We can't do everything, so... Uh, I would prob- probably be later on the year that I'm going to pick up my Switch and get some games for it and things like that. And I think it is going to be that, you know, where I'm looking at the games going, right, well, that doesn't have, pardon the pun, but it, it arms doesn't have legs anymore. It's, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I'll just need to buy Puyo Puyo Tetris. So. <laughs> That's well, it. It's probably my most played Switch game. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but so moving on. Anyway, uh, the next thing that they announced at this was uh, Pokemon. Did, did we speak about Pokemon Gold and Silver coming to the Virtual Console? No, but yeah, that's coming to 3DS Virtual Console in September, which is yeah. Good. Those are good games. Yeah, yeah. They need to um, announce the Virtual Console for the Switch already, because I would buy things like that on the Switch. I'm not going <laughs> to buy them on my 3DS at this point. Have they announced <laughs> if there's any transfer plans, like uh, from Wii U or they have not 3DS? Talked, they've not talked at all about the Virtual Console for the Switch. Uh, doesn't fill me with hope. No, it's, it's given how Nintendo has handled things up until now. Given their fucking headset solution <laughs> is, hey, do you want to hear audio from chat and a game? Well, we made a fucking headphone splitter that goes into your phone and the Switch. And it's like, what? No. What? <laughs> no. No, this is not how you do this. 
uh, disaster. Um, I mean, at least at least it looks cool because it's like the same as the uh, the headsets that you actually, you actually have in Splatoon. Yeah, it looks cool. I'll probably he's saying he's probably getting one. He's already shown me his pre-order. He's he's lying to you people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not true. The only thing I pre-ordered that's Splatoon two related, other than the game itself, is the pink and green Joy Cons. <laughs> Why? Because I need them. <laughs> you Wait, what? Like yeah. medically need, I them. need them. What? What color is your switch? Uh, it's uh, it, well, the switch itself is black because it's the only color there is. The oh, okay. ones I've just never racist. Well, yeah, it's we... the only color there is. Everything's black. Um... <laughs> All black, everything. <laughs> <laughs> but the joy cons I have are the the neon ones. The the reddy orange one and the blue one. I like the fucking ugly coloured ones. It's the best. Although those get... arms ones are a bit too far. I haven't seen the arms ones. They're like no. kind of gross yellow colour. They look terrible. Oh my, I was, I was literally about to say I want to get the urine yellow ones. So that's, those yeah, that's ones. what those are. <laughs> <laughs> those are the arms ones. Like the Mountain Dew piss coloured <laughs> yes. Joy Cons are the. <laughs> Those um, are the ones I was like, oh, look at this garish neon shit. I was like, oh, man, that looks like those highlights you see as a kid. Yep, I mean. That in. is literally the color that they said it's like neon. Kind of... <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's horrendous, but I just can't, oh, I can't wait to attach them to my Switch and have to defend my choices yeah. as everyone questions them. It's, um, it's fantastic. Yeah. So continue on with uh, a couple of other really, uh, announcements that came before the show. Atlas announced the Etrian Odyssey 5 Beyond the Myth and yeah. Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux and Reading Historia Perfect Chronology, which are all really fucking long names, uh, are coming to 3DS. The uh, Etrian Odyssey is coming in fall oh, and then the other oh. two are coming in 2018. In oh. America, they'll never come out here. My heart kind of sunk hearing that Radiant Historia is going to 3DS and not Switch. That's I'd, It's old, but that's that game's probably on par with like Chrono Trigger in terms of like yeah. classic JRPGs. But you know what Atlas is like with these I fucking know. re-releases and stuff. Like they will, there will be another one next year. Yeah, <laughs> like it will. Wasn't the Strange it's... Journey a DS game originally? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it got a 3DS release. I'm pretty sure Strange Journey is that, is that the Cyberpunk one. There's so many Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's on 3DS already, unless I'm imagining this. Uh, it is, but it came out in Japan. It hasn't came out here yet. Oh, or, okay. oh, wait, no. Actually, according to this, it's not out anywhere yet. It comes out Japan later this year. comes out here next year. But I think they announced it a while ago. I think they just gave it a date now. Oh, that's fair. Um, Macroids announced their Nintendo Switch lineup. They're going to release Siberia 1 and Siberia 2. Siberia 3 and Gear Club which I don't know what that is I think it's a it's the code name for Siberia 4 it might be (laughs) I think it could be like a club that you do drugs in Um, Flashback Remastered and Black Sad which I don't know what that is either that's a good name for a game though I've actually filed an injunction for that for using my nickname without permission so (laughs) (laughs) 
Black said is a game based on the graphic novel from Dark Horse Comics. Great, that's not <laughs> descriptive at all, for fuck's sake. Well, I'm those are all coming to Switch. I'm looking at, I just typed Black Sad into Google, and the first images that come up are pretty not safe for work. Well, they won't. Right. There seems to be like a giant cat trench coat detective putting a pistol in what appears to be a really distressed looking pug's mouth. Yeah, this um, looks pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one to look for. Go. Start reading these comics. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, and then EA uh, announced FIFA 18 for Switch, which we knew FIFA was coming in some way. Uh, this will come up again later in this list, so I'll just <coughs> ignore it for now. But they, they're they doing some stuff with that game. It doesn't have Ultimate cool. Team, but it kind of has the rest of the stuff, and it's not just the last-gen version. It's going to have some upgrades, which is good. Yeah. You say it doesn't have Ultimate Team, or... Uh, sorry, it does have Ultimate Team. It doesn't yeah. have the story mode. The journey, yeah. Are they are they the updating journey. that for this year? I'm like, uh, the journey. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna... doing a like the story continues from the last one. Oh, okay. Like they had a whole thing at their press conference that was, uh, everyone's hunting for Hunter, and it's like what? And it's like well, at the end of the last game, blah 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 blah. And it's like I why would I know the story from the end of the last FIFA? Come on, come on, EA, put some effort in that that. That is that. So, <clears throat> did that, anyone actually play that? I did, and let me tell you about one asshole called Gareth Hunter. <laughs> you dirty motherfucker! We're supposed to be friends. Um, I think that no, was Gareth Walker actually. Yeah, Gareth Walker and um, Alex Hunter is who you play as. Yeah. Um, and essentially. Gareth Hunter is supposed to be like your childhood friend, he, although he's a little gobshite from the beginning. Is he a you ghost? both get um. No, I wish he was a ghost. So it's I not like that him. NBA game. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't fade away at the end from the court. <laughs> I wish he did. No, it, it's really weird. So it's like it's, it's kind of like a like your granddad's a famous footballer who was a famous footballer, and your dad's not around, and you both get drafted to a team of your choice. So. Like I chose Arsenal being an Arsenal fan um, so we both get picked and we go into Arsenal and then Gareth starts like just making little sideways kind of jabs at you you know as you both go through the trials and as you're doing better than him he starts making starts making more of these jabs and it's just basically getting at you in the in-game Twitter and he just becomes the biggest cunt going and then like a really fierce intense rivalry um, happens between you, I don't really want to spoil it. It's actually worth playing if you can, you know, get track down a, a cheap copy of FIFA. I never thought, I'd like a, a FIFA story mode yeah. would be interesting. But it's actually, it's actually quite, quite good. It only lasts a season though, which is the problem. Which is why I was wondering if they're updating it. But as you said, if they're continuing the story, it's gonna be Alex Hunter versus Gareth Walker again. So, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Gareth Walker. Yeah. <laughs> the official stance the official stance of this podcast is fuck Garth Walker um, fucking clown shoes <laughs> um, next in the Nintendo news here uh, Skyrim for the Switch was shown off at uh, Bethesda's press conference and it looks like Skyrim yeah right now is it I'm, I'm sure it's something you know that a console gets announced and Bethesda's like, we'll put Skyrim on it. No, no, it's fine. No, no, no. 
Skyrim's coming. Bethesda showed Skyrim like three times in this entire E3. Like, it kind of just goes to show in a lot of ways where Bethesda is right now. That like they're going, oh man, we need to fill up. We need to release some games this year. What if we release like three more versions of Skyrim? It's like <laughs> what? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, because they announced. Uh, and we'll get to the other ones, but they announced like uh, VR support for Skyrim for uh, PSVR, and they announced a bunch of stuff to do with mods because they're going to start charging for mods again. So that went over well last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the Switch version has Amiibo support for uh, Zelda Amiibos. Oh, did you watch it? Did Did you actually watch the trailer though? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it was awful. Like you, it, <laughs> you put Skyrim's your an on. ugly game. goddammit. it. Yeah, but it's telling that that. So I don't know if Mike saw it, but if you touch your like Link amiibos, it drops you like a chest that you can pick up in the game. I don't know if the like it does a little Zelda sound, but I don't know if that was just for the trailer. And I inside, think, it, I think like, it's probably in the game because the chest that drops is modeled like, like the ones from Breath of the Wild. But but they you essentially get Link's. Um, you get like the Master Sword, and you get Link's tunic. But they were scrolling. They were giving a 360 view of the character, but when it came to the face, they only showed from the chin up. And it was like, yeah, this is still fucking Skyrim. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely somewhere, someone somewhere down the line was like, don't show the face, just don't. Yeah. We made this custom character have long blonde hair, you know, because that's what we do. But don't don't show the face. Oh my god, we <laughs> fucked it up. It was like it was like a it was like um the Nord from Skyrim doing a really bad fucking cosplay of Link. Yeah, it was just. Who's just it's, it's just Sky. It's still Skyrim, but yeah. it's just it's it has motion controls now. Everyone loves yeah. motion controls. Which, it kind of makes sense that it has motion controls because again they also announced it for PSVR. So. But can I can I say something that, that no. VR release? Oh, I'm sorry. We're moving on. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell you. That um, VR release is really, really nefarious because it's it's a foot, it's a, a fully separate game. Is it? Really I thought it was just a mode for the. That's... No, it's not, man. It's fucking fifty pounds. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, they're like, it's the whole game in VR. I'm like, surely they got to do an upgrade. Like, there's, I, I, I don't even understand. Because I was looking at um, pre-orders for it, and it's like, yeah, it's fifty pounds. It doesn't look like Jesus. Haven't they haven't announced whether there's whether it's an upgrade on it? But I was like, can't. So did you pre-order it? Oh no! Come on, man. There's there's some depths that even I won't sink to. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, the Ubisoft conference happened, and for Nintendo news from there, uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle was announced. Which we heard leaks about before, and it was one of the best games at E3. Concur. It looked really good. It's it's XCOM, but with Mario and Rabbids in it. Yeah. Like it's XCOM down to the fucking hey, like they said the. They were showing a Mario game at the Ubisoft conference, and someone said, "And you can move up here, and oh, you as you can see, Mario's in half cover." And you're like, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks really fun and silly. Which... That it was a legitimate fever dream. It was like, am I? <laughs> it's like, even though you, even though you, 
hearing the leaks, it's like still see it, seeing it in action. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I was like, yeah. how does this, how is this fucking working? I don't, I don't understand what I'm seeing here. And it's like, they've taken the XCOM formula and they've managed to make it look even like even more appealing. Yeah. Cause it... sorry. No, no, but it's like it. It's still got the. It's, it's still got everything about it. It's called dance. I'm pretty sure they had per, like percentages in there. It was like yeah, they had her percentages. So, so like, you built to fucking show obscenities when Mario misses a ninety-five percent chance shot, and you're like, God <laughs> damn it! Because <laughs> that's excellent. That's true. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool, and uh, they have had they played a goddamn airborne song over the top of that trailer, which was also really weird and out of place. Um, everything about that looks weird and kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. And they showed a bunch of not amiibos. There are no rabbit amiibos, so Ubisoft made their own toys that are amiibos, uh, amiibo shaped, and have like a little platform at the bottom, like an amiibo, but are not amiibos. <laughs> which is insane. Well, uh, they called Ubi collectibles or something. Yeah, they're called something like that, which is great. Go pre-order all of those. But yeah, that game was awesome. They showed a lot more gameplay of that during uh, the Treehouse streams again, uh, where they showed that there was going to be a boss fight that could take up to thirty minutes. It's like, wait, what? What are you doing? Well, I mean, at least it at least they had stages to it, and it was a bit more interesting than yeah. get close. There was a bit of interactivity. You're talking about the um, DK Rabbit boss mm-hmm. fight, aren't you? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and there's a the DK Rabbit for people. Just watch the trailer if you haven't watched it, guys. It's, it's uh, definitely worth watching. Yeah, uh, Nyko announced a bunch of new Switch accessories. Probably the most interesting of these. Was the was it Nyko that did the yeah they did the main yeah the dock. portable dock yeah. yeah so it's like the big dock for the switch but it's like a teeny you know, little thing you can stick your bag really easily which will be kind of useful for well for us because our office has a TV in it so it'd be useful <laughs> for us basically I'm gonna buy that Jackbox collection now um but yeah they they mentioned a couple of things as well like a controller and stuff like that but that was definitely the thing that stuck out the most. And a good thing about it is that it's half the price. Yeah, think. but yeah, Nintendo charge a fucking fortune for their dog. It's like ninety quid, and this is this is well forty five dollars. So I imagine it'd be rough one to one conversion of forty five pounds. Yeah, probably. The only thing it's missing is the uh, USB ports. Yeah, but if it's just meant to be a little portable thing that you're plugging into a TV. Really oh yeah. Matter. I'm, I'm not discounting that, but I mean, for half the price, I'll I'll, I'll take I'll take yeah. the lack of USB ports any day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Nintendo had their uh, well, they didn't have a press conference this year, but they had their spotlight, which was kind of like a really short Nintendo Direct kind of styled thing that was focused on the Switch. Um, they showed some Super Mario Odyssey. Which we kind of expected. Uh, gave it a date. It's coming out October twenty seventh, which is yeah, really, really soon. Uh, earlier than I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be like December or something. I thought they'd basically hit the end of the year with that thing. Uh, and they kind of showed like the main kind of new thing in that game is that Mario can throw his hat at things and capture them. There was a lot of cap 
puns. They were all terrible. Um, you can capture things, which just basically means you turn into them, and then it gives you different abilities. So you can like throw it at a bullet bill and fly around and crash into things, uh, and that kind of thing. It seems cool. He turns into a dinosaur at one point, like a really yeah. realistic-looking dinosaur, at least by Nintendo standards. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I saw the bit on the is it the treehouse where you went to the Maui, I think it was the Maui level. Yeah, and he turns into uh, Easter Island statue thing. Yeah, that was about it. And quite, it's quite cool because he like uses their power, so it's, it's almost like a mix of Mario and Kirby in that respect. It's kind of yeah. bizarre. And all level stuff look a bit more kind of open, They're a bit more puzzle solving and exploration based, which is going to be kind of interesting. It's, it's good. It fits into the, the hat of the best Mario games. Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine. Mm. <laughs> well, let's move on then. Uh, <laughs> uh, they showed Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, yeah. It looks all anime and cool. Uh, I know nothing about Xenoblade Chronicles, so none of the trailer made any sense to me. It just was like, yeah, it looks like anime. Hey, I don't think it's much to do with the original, to be honest. Although I played like an hour of it. So you're so, an expert. That's it. As as the resident expert, the guest <laughs> expert, I can I can sufficiently say that the hour I played of that game, I do not understand any of these plot developments for the second game. So my official <laughs> statement is that they have nothing to do with each other, bar the name. That's fair. You heard it here first, folks. Fair enough. That's reasonable. Uh, they showed some gameplay of that during the Treehouse stream as well. It looks cool. Looks like a good anime RPG. Uh, and then they showed a trailer for Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> and the trailer was literally just a logo. <laughs> it was like a 30 second long trailer just to show a Metroid Prime 4 logo. <laughs> yeah, that was quite bizarre. <laughs> it was really weird. I mean, I'm excited about it because I really like those games. Uh, but... When when Nintendo say they're going to do a teaser, they fucking mean it, man. <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. That, like, teaser may as well have just, like, been a logo for Metroid Prime 4 and then just, like, a note underneath that said, please stop asking us about Metroid. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> of course we were making Metroid. Jesus Christ. Uh, Reggie said in an interview after this that it's a while away. <laughs> like it's not, it's not coming soon. Uh, and also there was a information sheet that came out on uh, Nintendo's website for it that said that it's not being developed by Retro. It's being developed in house by one of Nintendo's internal teams. So that's kind of interesting. Talk talk about that Reggie interview. Did you um? Did you see him stoke the fires even more when he said, "Look, guys, I know you keep asking for Mother Free." Yeah, and I, was, <laughs> and I was like, "Don't do this, Reggie." He's like, "You know, it's a popular game and people really want it, so check back with me in a year." It's like, "Reggie, don't do this." <laughs> Mother Three Prime confirmed. Oh God, it's, just just let it die. Don't do this to people. Just... Wait, let it die was there. <laughs> Mother 3 is in fact Let It Die it's, it's, it's been released the whole time oh I thought it was uh, <laughs> Lily Bergamo 
But yeah, I don't, yeah. I, just, I don't know, man. Those are pretty lofty claims because he was like, <laughs> I can't remember what the other game was. It was like another Nintendo game that's really bit. I think he was talking about Metroid, wasn't he? Yeah, he was talking about Metroid. Metroid yeah. I think because like, I think that part because Reggie's also doing shit tons of interviews because it's E3. Uh, I think that interview was before the press conference, so he's like, guys, don't worry, there's gonna be Metroid. You know, it's gonna be Mother Three. We're gonna start announcing these things any day now, and it's like, oh no, you can't get people's hopes up like that. Um, and speaking of Metroid, they announced Metroid: Samus Returns on their Treehouse stream for 3DS, which is a 2.5D graphics uh, Metroid game based on Metroid Two. So it's why they shut down that fan-made Metroid Two remake a couple months ago or a few months ago. Uh, I've not actually seen much of that. I just heard that it was announced. But I'm sure it'll be good because it's Metroid. Um, they showed the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. The first packs will have Master Trials, which they ran through some of on their Treehouse streams, and also weird things like costumes and. They showed the <coughs> the new map feature that was the biggest selling point of DLC Pack 1, which lets you view a line that goes through your last 200 hours of gameplay and shows you where you went, which is kind of great, but also really weird to be paying money for. Yeah, uh, so give us some money, right? For, for that money, I'm now going to show you what you've been doing for the past little while. I bought the season pass. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> You're an idiot. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Master Trials look quite cool. They're kind of more puzzle solve uh kind of thing. Like, uh, Nathan, did you go to uh, Eventide Island in Breath of the Wild? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't completed that game yet. Well, then you have not seen anything. <laughs> There's an area in Breath of the Wild called Eventide Island that's completely optional, but it basically is their equivalent of a roguelike. You land on that oh. island and it takes away all your equipment. Okay. And every time you die, it resets the island. Master Trials oh, is cool. kind of like that. Like, it's a, it's run-based. <clears throat> you start at the start of the Master Trials with nothing. I, it was near... I think it was near Automata that took me away from Zelda... Yeah, that's. I think for me, for a while it was as well, and then I went back to it because I really like that game. Oh yeah, I do as well. Like I put eighty hours in, but I what I think I got to a certain point in it, and I was like, um, where did I get to? The there's. I have to go. This yeah, the stealth bit. Yes, that stealth is the worst. It's a lot easier that, yeah. than it seems to start with, but man, like I failed quite a few times before I realized. You can actually kind of just paraglide over everyone. None, yeah, none, that, they never look up. I, I never, I never attempted it. What I did is, like, I got there. I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of stealth things." I was like, "Oh, there's a stealth suit somewhere." Then I went off on random adventures and ended up on a mountain <laughs> bowling. That is kind of how that game goes. Yeah. So mm. you just reminded me where I actually am in that game, and I need to pick it up and complete it. Thanks. Well, Kira. soon you'll be able to download the DLC, and you'll be able to see exactly where you were. <laughs> For the past two hundred hours, uh, and then they also showed like a little trailer for the second DLC pack, which didn't really explain anything. It was just a nice little trailer. 
It's just like, basically said, hey, we're doing another DLC. It's called The Champion's <laughs> Valor. But who knows? It's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Uh, Rocket League was announced for the Switch. It's going to have all the content that the other versions have. It's going to have cool. exclusive items like Mario and Luigi hats. It will have cross-play online multiplayer with the Xbox One version and the PC version. Which is cool, but not the PS4 version because Sony was like, nah, fuck that. Uh, I'll probably pick it up. I like Rocket League quite a lot. So. Yeah. Um, I, I just... Maybe because I don't own one yet, but I'm you know all these like multiplayer games yeah. on the switch um but think they... of the being able to pay online for nintendo's online system to be able to play rocket league <laughs> it'd be great i think i don't know i think um nintendo's multiplayer efforts they tend to hold up quite well although saying that so far it's been mario kart and splatoon <laughs> but yeah, they they tend to have long. I'm hoping that arms can kind of maintain the same kind of say momentum. It, say it, Nathan. And say it again. I, I I think arms has legs, man. I, I, <laughs> 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 I was dancing around it so much, it was just like itching my throat. I'm like, no, don't do it. Oh. Um, but I've, I've, I don't know. I think Rocket Rocket League's a kind of where you end up double dipping on it, and you just end up you end up. I put a shit ton of hours into that game on PC and and uh, PS4. Still terrible at it, but it's, it's yeah. so fun to to just go in and just play with play with your mates. So yeah. well, that's part of my issue with Rocket League now is that it's really hard to just jump onto random games on PS4 because everyone's really good at it now. So hopefully, uh-huh. when it comes out for the Switch, there'll be a bunch of people that haven't played it before and are just as terrible <laughs> as me. <laughs> but you, but you're gonna get matched up with the pros, man. <laughs> they're like, oh, like, we know, we know you've played this before. <laughs> they're gonna spam good game and wow every time you miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, I love that game. It's so toxic. <laughs> it's just That's like every online game. Yeah, true. Um, true. Do you know some new Kirby game? Which was fun to watch. Like I was watching uh, with a live stream that had the live chat at the side, and when they first showed some of the like they showed some of the gameplay before they announced what it was, and the first couple of seconds everyone's freaking out thinking it was Smash Brothers, forgetting that Smash Brothers and Kirby just kind of look similar because of Sakurai that made both of them, <laughs> <laughs> and then like it only took a couple of seconds for everyone's like oh wait no it's Kirby, and then I was like yeah it's Kirby, guys, Kirby. Yeah, it has co-op. You can. I mean, you can mix abilities like the best Kirby game ever, Kirby sixty four. Wait, what? Yeah, Kirby. Do you never play Kirby sixty four? That was a Kirby sixty four. Yeah. You sure I'm thinking of Mario sixty four? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, in Kirby 64, you could uh, collect powers from enemies the same way as you did in all the other Kirby games, but you could match two of them together, and it made a different power-up. And that seems to be in this game as well. Are you sure? Because I only remember there being two 64 games, and that was Mario 64 and Blast Corps. No, you're thinking of launch. 
And Blast okay. Corps didn't come out till after launch. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Nintendo 64 like legitimately not like only release with Mario 64 and like one other game? Whoa, whoa. Golden Eye. <laughs> one other game. You do not say that about pilot wings. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it doesn't count as a game. It's a toy. <laughs> um speaking of toys. Yoshi was announced for Switch. Also, that Kirby game, they didn't announce a proper name for or maybe they did, I don't know. They just announced it as Kirby. Like the game is yes. just called Kirby. The Dark Reboot. <laughs> the Kirby. The Kirby the Gritty Reboot. This is the, the Logan of the Kirby series. <laughs> and what if? <laughs> what, what if? <laughs> just like, Kirby's, Kirby's been eating so many things and now his powers are starting to fade because <laughs> One of the things he ate went wrong. Um, uh, yeah, so they also announced Yoshi, the dark reboot of Yoshi, which yes. uh, looks really nice. Got a kind of diorama-style world where everything's made out of cardboard, and uh, they showed a bunch of gameplay of it uh, during their Treehouse streams again. And they have this ability to switch the camera, like, 180 degrees, so you can see everything from the other side. And everything on the other side is just, like, there's just blank cardboard and stuff like that because the whole idea is supposed to be this little diorama that's made to only be seen from the main camera direction so you look behind bushes and stuff like that and there's just shy guys holding up whatever's supposed to be behind the bushes because you know they're stagehands basically yeah Um, and it looks adorable it looks cool and they seem to not have the shitty egg throwing mechanic that was the worst thing about all the other Yoshi games you can just actually yeah. aim and throw eggs now. Aye. Aye, it looked very, very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, it had my attention anyway. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, and then they, they did this, but a few things in here, I guess. Uh, they showed some Fire Emblem Warriors and confirmed that it's going to oh. get fall 2017. Yeah, I had an accident at this point. It's uh, Dynasty Warriors with Fire Emblem characters, which is a shock to me. I I thought it would be Fire Emblem with Dynasty Warriors characters, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks good. It it looks like a hack and slash game that yes doesn't look super original or it looks even less original. I'd say than the Zelda one did, just because I think Zelda has a more standout kind of iconic art style compared to. Fire Emblem, at least when put into these kind of games, but it still looks really cool. Yeah, yes, yeah, it did look, uh, it did look like it was a Dynasty Warrior game, and all they've done is just replace the characters. Yeah, um, but it was the characters that you know, because you've got um, Crom and and female Marth. Yeah, female Marth. Yeah, and then. All the characters from Fire Emblem Fates as well. Corin. That was the main character in Fates, wasn't it? Uh, Corin. Yes, yeah. that's the one that you. Yeah, that's the character that you play. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it, it looks cool. And it does seem like very heavily uh, leaning on the more recent games, which makes uh-huh. sense because those are the ones that will be fresh it... in people's minds. But does it have our boy? I don't know if they showed Roy. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> he is our boy. 
Uh, I don't know if they showed any gameplay of that at the Treehouse streams, actually. So, is Morph, is Morph in it? I think so. He has to be, right? You would assume he's, so, he's yeah. He's literally the most iconic Fire Emblem character, other than I, Roy. But they're like a thousand years apart, aren't they? Yeah, but if he was follow... in... What was the DS one? Or 3DS one? The one before Fates. He was in that... Because he time-travelled oh, yeah. and fucked his great-granddaughter. <laughs> I don't think it was written that way. That is literally Spoiler. the story of that game. Spoilers, some of us didn't get past the DLC levels, where the <laughs> DLC hub opened up and I was like, Ah, oh, I can grind here. I kept getting beaten. I'm going to so, go fire these, these emblem are, These are all revelations to me. <laughs> uh, he was in... Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. yeah. And he can fuck his great granddaughter. That's fair. Canon. I mean, if if you can make it a thousand years, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You're the mystical hero, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. My uh, name's Moth, and I get shit done. Come with me, hun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call me granddad. <laughs> oh, I like it when you're literal. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, I think we better move moving on. on. <laughs> uh, they brought out the the like the Nintendo execs basically pulled out a gun and brought the uh, Pokemon developers out on stage again or out onto their stream again. Like, and we're basically like, yo, fuckers, you pissed all our fans off. Announce a goddamn Pokemon game for Switch. And they're like, we don't have anything to announce yet, but we're making the next Pokemon game for the Switch. <laughs> it's like, god damn it. Um, people are speculating it's probably going to be a Diamond and Pearl remake because that's generally how they do these things. Like, their off years are usually a remake. Yeah. And yeah. Diamond and Pearl would be next in line. Which. If they could remake Diamond and Pearl and make them into good games, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, Diamond and Pearl were pretty generic, if I remember. Yeah. They were the ones that made me fall off of Pokemon. Like, I right. couldn't stand those games and got super bored of them and just fell off it. Sorry, man, for a Pokemon ignorant, what was what was bad about them? They weren't, they weren't like especially bad they just didn't change anything they were just very similar to the previous games and at that point the formula had started getting a bit stale yeah. okay. they didn't add any Pokemon that were super memorable or interesting or you know any world that was interesting to explore or anything like that it was just like oh this is the kind of grass area this is the you know the volcano-y area and it's like okay yeah this is the bit where you get your bike. Uh, exactly. This is the bit. This is the uh, bit where you're riding a, pro a Pokemon, and yeah. yeah, it was bizarre. Which is so kind of shame. Pokemon by numbers. Yeah. 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 Which okay. is kind of shame because the ones that came out after that, black and white, were apparently really good. But I just was done with the series at that point, so I never. I I had black and white, but what had happened at that point? They were the last DS games. Yeah. Uh, black. Uh, black and... two and white two were last ones. Yeah. Um. But Black and White came out just as the 3DS came out. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the 3DS went through that point where it didn't look like it was going to do well. So they'd announced Black and White 2 to come out for the DS still. Yeah. 
wasn't too keen on black and white either that's fair um yeah i still haven't played them actually i'd, I'd need to go back and play them i i've never really fought a pokemon but i'm pretty sure one of my cousins told me that there was one where you're dealing with terrorists is that that's is that a thing that's pretty much all of them team rocket uh, are terrorists well, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you if you boil it down to that, but I think the main plot was something like they were terrorists that didn't want you to hurt the Pokemon. Yeah, that was black and white. Black and white. Were, that was black and white. The, yeah, yeah. The the enemies were basically the RSPCA. They were like, "Hey, stop making your pets fight each other, you fucking monsters!" And if I again, I never played those games, but from what I understand, the way that story resolves is. Everyone comes to the conclusion that Pokemon enjoy fighting, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's what they want to do. It's what they want. Their instincts. <laughs> They're monsters. They're literally <laughs> pocket monsters. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, then uh, for 3DS, also announced during a Treehouse stream, like between games, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions, which is a bizarre name. But it's a remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which was the first Mario and Luigi game. Right. Uh, I think I'll take your word for it. Those are really good games. They're really good RPGs. And uh, they remade it in the 3DS engine that they used for Paper Jam. So, that'll be cool. Uh, I don't know what the new stuff is. I don't really tend it too much. So... Mm-hmm. Something to do with Bowser's minions, I'd assume. Uh, then they announced a bunch of new amiibo because people like to buy amiibo. Those losers, definitely not me. I didn't buy oh, all those you. Zelda ones. Yep, not you at all. I wasn't bummed out when they were like, I got the email that was like, "Oh man, the Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time and uh, Skyward Sword and Mebo are all available for pre-order now and I went on the Nintendo website and they'd already sold out. It's like, you motherfuckers. Jeez. <laughs> I want those ones. But I'm not going to get those ones. Uh, so there's a bunch of Mario Odyssey ones that all look pretty good because it's everyone in like white suits so they look they look like pimps. Uh there's uh, Legend of Zelda <laughs> ones that were of the four uh, the four champions from the story. So there's like a Goron one and the Bard Person one and the other ones. Uh, a Metroid. Apparently there's a Metroid one. I don't remember seeing that, but that's what this says. Uh, Metroid the, champion. Yeah, the Metroid champion from <laughs> Zelda. That'd be so good. Uh, and then also some Fire Emblem ones because you need more more Fire Emblems. Uh, you'll be excited about this one, Mike, actually. You'll buy this amiibo. You get a Chrome amiibo. Woo! And Tiki, who was a dragon, right? Uh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I think she was, I'm pretty sure she was one of the many characters that was a little girl but actually a 3,000-year-old dragon. Cause uh, Fire quite Emblem. possibly... Yeah. Uh, then uh, Miyamoto confirmed that Pikmin 4 is still in development presumably for the Switch but 
they didn't actually say that much. It's just like, yeah, I'm making Pikmin. Of course I'm making motherfucking Pikmin. Uh, and smaller news, Splatoon 2 confirmed to be 60 frames per second, 1080p on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Which is good because uh, people are kind of worried about it because um, people get worried about frame rate and resolution. But also because the the test fire only ran at 720p, I think. But yeah, so it looks pretty. Uh, and then they also announced uh, Sushi Striker Way of Sushido, which is a 3DS game. It's a puzzle action game from the guys that made NES Remix and Theater Rhythm. And it's about oh, okay. making sushi, and it looks genuinely really fucking good. <laughs> like, it was a weird <laughs> thing to just announce out of nowhere, and then they showed a bunch of gameplay on their stream, and it looks weird, and it looks really good. Basically, you um, use the touchscreen to throw plates of sushi at people uh and i should do yeah and you've got to kind of stack up the right kinds of sushi to do special moves it's weird it looks fun though uh but that was it for nintendo stuff i don't know what you guys think was kind of any standouts for from nintendo news for you guys um I don't, I I like the look of a Super Mario Odyssey in the trailer that they showed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That, yeah. Um, I think that was probably the highlight, or the the, the most exciting out of everything. I think uh, 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 that and the Fire Emblems. Uh, yeah, that's fair. For me, it was definitely Mario Rabbids. Just... Yeah. Yeah, because it really came from nowhere. I mean, yeah, I think that's like I, I mean, I didn't mean yes in like questioning. I mean, yes, and <laughs> I think I may yeah. agree, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's a, it's a bit. It was, it was, so, it was so you know left field. Like you, it was gonna be great. It's you'd have to you'd have to fight really hard to fuck up the Mario formula. Um, I don't know, man. There's been some ma- bad Mario games. Let me tell you about this oh, game called Mario Sunshine. We're not going to talk about Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Let me tell you but about I mean... Mario was missing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Mario is missing is the oath, is, is, is the grandfather of all the greatest Mario games. That shouldn't have happened. Nope. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think... I think Fire Emblem Warriors, I'll probably pick it up, but I'm not that excited about it because I pick up every Warriors game and I do, well, every Dynasty Warriors, like even the anime clones, and I get halfway through them and then I fall off. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to break tradition by not picking up Fire Emblem, so I'll do that. You know, it's duty. Wait, how far but are I've... you through? Ar- was it Ar- Arsenia? Arslan. Arslan, that's the one. How far are you through uh, that? That was I, an anime I, I'm, one. No, I've actually, I've actually played some of it. Um, I can't. <laughs> the, the plot is so generic. I can't remember anything about that it. That one had horses in it. It did. That that game is very, very, very traditional Dynasty Warriors. It's just got a anime coat of paint. I think the out of those, the most original one. A bit of a tangent is probably Attack on Titan. If you're looking yeah. for something in the Warriors formula, but a bit different. <laughs> That's basically Spider-Man Warriors. <laughs> I play that. Basically, 
Yeah, you basically Seems swing around like Spider-Man and just Spider-Man warriors. Just kill giant, giant titans. But I think, um, yeah, definitely rabid. Uh, rabbits for me. Um, I'm excited about Kirby and Yoshi mm-hmm. because I've, I've honestly never really played any of the Yoshi games before. I played the, like Yoshi's Island. Yeah, really a Mario game. And um, you know, a Pokemon, a, po- a Pokemon game getting announced for the Switch is kind of exciting for me because, unlike you guys, I don't really have the fatigue. Right, so I can, you're I ready to jump just, in. I'm I'm ready to jump in. Like what, 18 years later than everyone else? I'm <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> well, almost it's 20 years, ain't it? Like two two decades after the jumps, I'm ready to jump on the train, guys. You could jump I'm in and be like, guys, this, this Pokemon thing is a refreshing new series. And everyone's like, what are you, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, Nathan? <laughs> and um, Zen, Xenoblade I'm looking forward to as well. I think Xenoblade's going to be good. Mm. A lot of people are kind of um, shitting on the voice acting, where it's like, uh, oh, this this British voice acting is terrible. It just sounded like a Welsh guy to me. but Yeah, those goddamn Brits. Yeah. yeah. Ruining everything. Coming over here, fucking up our JRPGs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mario and Rabbids is probably the thing that mostly excited me. Just because same reason as you, like it came out left field. It's so weird and different. Because like even it even leaked beforehand, but it leaked and they were like, oh yeah, it's like a kind of you know strategy RPG. And I was like, okay, so it's gonna be like you know, maybe slightly Fire Emblem-ish or, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics-ish or something, but to find out that it's XCOM, it's like, that's not what I was expecting at all, and it's really cool looking. Um, But yeah, then also Kirby, just because I fucking love Kirby, so I'm glad they announced the new one. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Should we move on to Microsoft stuff? Uh, yeah. Um, let's skip basically to the conference because there was a couple of things beforehand that they're kind of irrelevant now that the conference has happened yeah. uh, they started off basically just going yo here's the Project Scorpio they named it they called it the Xbox One X so we got we got to agree on an acronym Xbox Xbox <sighs> Xbone X which means the Xbox is going to be so just even more confusing to refer to it now. So people are going to be like, oh, you know, the Xbox. And you're like, what? You mean the the Xbox One? Like, no, no, the Xbox One. You know, the new X, the Xbox X, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with hugs and kisses, man. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good. XOX, hugs and. Yeah, it's coming out November 7th. And it's going to cost $499. I'm shocked. Which is too much money for that. That's far too much money. They announced that at the end of the conference as though they were like, guys, we just showed a bunch of games now. So here's the price. Like You, you saw those games. It's worthwhile. And it's like, no. Not really. No. <laughs> it's really I'm... small though. See, I wouldn't buy one myself, but it is. It... <laughs> you perfect good I'm... argument. I'm glad. I'm glad you see it my way. I, I, I mean, it's got it's got nice it's got nice specs. Um, and I haven't personally got an Xbox One, and but it hasn't that 
the whole conference skipping ahead of it hasn't really convinced me to yeah to to buy it over my plans of finally building a pc after just um talking about it blindly for two and a half years and being lazy um but this conference actually convinced me to do that with more fruition i'm like i'm, I'm more convinced that i need to build a, a yeah. great pc now um but I, I still think even though it's like quite an expensive proposition i still think it's quite a good proposition for what it is for me i don't think they really managed to hammer home why it's better than the ps4 pro like the specs are a bit better but they didn't really there was no good way for them to show that off yeah which is hard to do anyway but they're just like oh yeah the resolutions could be proper 4k and it's like checkerboard and looks good and some of the stuff on the ps4 pro is already native 4k and so it's like you're not that's not really a big selling point because it doesn't especially when people uh, developers come out afterwards and go yeah some of our games are going to be checkerboarded as well it's like okay well what differentiates this from the ps4 pro that makes it worth an extra hundred dollars the answer is all those great xbox one exclusives like the first game they showed force and more sport 7 <laughs> yeah i so i friend of the show and he used to write for calm down tom um david used to do at most e3s he used to do a thing called the bullshit bingo yeah um and one of the things was always you know they show forza and they did mm-hmm. and, they showed and the car. it was and yeah and then they bring a car out um and then what they did this time because the the car was a porsche and uh which they called porsche which kept annoying me um <laughs> and then they did like a hot lap in this new car um so you in the game see the gameplay in the game Worth yeah, yeah. in the game they didn't just drive the car across the stage like look at us guys we're 100 miles an hour <laughs> this is what we do with your money <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was also the first time that car had been announced like they were like, oh man, we got a deal with Porsche to announce a new car, like a real new car, and it's like, that's why? Yeah. That's the main question about that. I mean, the game looks really good. It's a Porsche game. It'll be great, because they're always great. But, I don't know. Yeah, but it was like, right, okay, next. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, it's a great, I really like the, um, I forget the name, but the guy from the Forza studio came out and was super fucking horny for cars as he always is. Yeah. He's like, look at this Porsche, isn't it gorgeous? I'm gonna fuck it. And it's like, no, no, okay, let's move on to the next game. <laughs> it comes out on October 3rd, which is... Yes. Yes. I'll pick that up on PC. I think, I think that phrase is gonna be a reoccurring theme going down oh, this 100%. list. Oh, 100%. That's the thing, like, Microsoft's new thing where they're like, all of our games are gonna come out on PC as well as Xbox One is great because it means I never have to use that Xbox One that I bought off Mike. <laughs> except, to, except to play the games that came out before that. So it's a Halo box, basically. And, uh, Sunset, Sunset, o- Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Which someday, I still believe and hope that someday we'll get a PC port even though they're working on Spider-Man now. Um, they announced Metro Exodus, which was kind of a big surprise for me. I didn't expect them to show a new Metro yeah. game. Yeah. 
Uh, um, it looked very pretty. It does. It looks really awesome. Uh, looks like a Metro game. Although he took his mask off while he was outdoors. That's you don't do that in Metro. It's crazy. Do we know if it's still the same guy? Was it Autumn or Artum? Uh, I yeah. didn't, didn't say. I would assume it is though. Although I didn't finish Last Light, so I don't know. Maybe he dies. I didn't start Last Light, so that's why. <laughs> I got like three quarters of the way through it and then other things came out. But I will go back and play it. I really like those games. They're good. Um, it doesn't have a release date beyond 2018. Um, but it is coming for Xbox and Windows 10. I'll, cool. I'll buy that on PC. Um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins was shown. It looked uh, like the grand accumulation of every Ubisoft game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, use your drone so you can mark people on your map. And it's like, what? This is ancient Egypt. It's like, did we say drone? We meant eagle. Use your eagle <laughs> to mark things on the map. And it's like, oh no. Uh, I mean, it looks good, but it doesn't look as exciting as I hoped the kind of return to Assassin's Creed would be after taking a couple of years break after Syndicate. It kind of just looks like they made another Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. It was just, this is the next Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. It looked like Assassin's Creed come Horizon. Yeah. To me, it was... Uh, as, as negative as, as I sound about as as I sound about it, I probably pick it up because Ubisoft tend to make generic good games, good generic games. You yeah. know, it's just I kind of feel the same way. Like I will probably pick it up and I'll enjoy it, but nothing about it looks exciting. Yeah, um, definitely. Although it did look pretty, I do like the setting. That's the thing for me for Assassin's Creed these days is they are just you. Know, Go to a pretty period in history and kill people in that pretty period in history. It's it's worth noting that this was the first game to kick off the um to kick off the kind of controversy around checkerboarding. Yeah, because that's not running at native. But it looks fucking great because I may be wrong about this, but I think it's Ubisoft that kind of really brought checkerboard in to the forefront so yeah i think so like so if you look at a lot of that stuff it's even though it's checkerboard it's really well detailed it's like don't know what people are complaining about so if anything it's kind of a it's kind of a nice showcase for the technology if even if it's not running at 4k 60 yeah. like everyone wants it to i don't think checkerboard and like people are making a fuss about it because they're like it's not native, but checkerboard looks really nice. Yeah. Like it's a, it's not like upscaling was for, you know, the PS3 and the 360 where it didn't look very nice. It looked kind of blurry and stuff like that. Checkerboarding looks good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Assassin's Creed looks good, but not super interesting. Uh, then they showed Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Coming to the Xbox being uh, described as an Xbox family exclusive. Um, that's the multiplayer game that is basically Battle Royale. Everyone gets dropped on an island and has to murder each other. 
as a circle gets smaller and smaller and if you're outside the circle you die uh, it's been the most popular game on Steam for like months now or a month or two now so that's a good get for Microsoft Cause yeah that, that one does kind of sting yeah I think it'll probably come to PS4 eventually I don't think that's something that stays exclusive I think that's something that's like hey we you know the com- developer that made it is a small developer and Microsoft probably said hey here's an easy way to port it to our console and they were like alright cool we'll do that then but yeah that's coming later this year supposedly cool um, Deep Rock Galactic was announced and they're kind of like a bunch of indie games that they showed which looks like No Man's Sky but you're dwarves <clears throat> so you're going around mining for things <clears throat> and shooting things because you're a bunch of dwarves in space it looks quite dwarves cool dwarves in space yeah. yeah it's on Steam just now I almost picked it up after the conference I was like I just <laughs> buy this now I don't need to wait for a coming Xbox um it's a shame that Paul isn't here because State of Decay 2 got shown. Yes. Uh, there's lots of zombies. you got to shoot them. Yep. Uh, build it looked more more of the same, but it's, it still looked <laughs> good, though. Yeah, it looked a bit more polished than the older game did, though. Um, yeah. Not much more polished, though, which was kind of weird because they were like... Oh, they showed this kind of in their block of things that were like enhanced for Xbox One X and they're like oh look how good it looks in Xbox One X and it's like still got really kind of janky animations and kind yes. of low res texture stuff it's like uh, are you sure this is the game you meant to show here like what are you doing uh, but yeah it... yeah it'll be good for people that like those games I didn't play yeah. for one much but I know that Paul I, got super into them. I thought, I thought it was quite good. Uh, Paul, yeah, Paul loved them. Yeah. It's time for yeah. Paul to buy an Xbox One. Yep. An Xbox One X. Some kind of Xbox, perhaps. Um, <laughs> uh, the Darwin Project has launched exclusivity with the Xbox One family, which is, or Xbox family, which means PC and Xbox. Uh, launch exclusive, which means it'll come out for PS4 like two weeks later um, I don't know what that game is actually Nathan what is the Darwin I... Project the Mike what's the Darwin Project you sound like you actually knew it wasn't isn't it some sort of kind of on online shootery thing you're right it is it sounds kind of like Battle Royale again yeah yeah Asymmetric combat game, half science experiment, half live yeah. entertainment. So wasn't, can we... wait, wasn't the Darwin Project the one that like Battleborn? Yes, that is, yeah. Like snowy Battleborn. Yeah. It looked really bad. That was what I yes. came away from looking. <laughs> it's like this doesn't and look good at all. They also had that weird guy somebody who does shout casting oh, yeah. out on stage doing that weird shout casting. That's thing. always a good idea. Yeah, trying to tell everyone that your game's going to be an eSport before anyone knows what your game is. I mean, oh, it worked, yeah. worked out well for Evolve. That was yeah. really bizarre because there wasn't any any kind of intro to that. It was just him kind of shouting over the <laughs> yes. game before you knew what it was. So I was like, it's like, have I tuned into like an eSport tournament like three quarters of the way through and I don't really want to watch eSports and be what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that game but, was bad. I forgot. I forgot that game even existed. This, I forgot it had a name. Uh, then they showed Minecraft, which is getting unified servers, which means you can play multiplayer Minecraft with people on Xbox, Switch, mobile, and PC, but not. Hang on. PS4. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be all funny and sarcastic there, but you oh, already sorry. beat me to it. <laughs> sorry. Not PS4, uh, which Sony came out with a really bullshit excuse about. They were like, yeah. we're trying to protect the kids. And it's like, um, right. No, okay. you're just being dicks. Yeah. When Nintendo um, was even allowing it, then. Yeah. You can't fight the console wars if you're all playing together. <laughs> Maybe that's not a bad thing. Sony doesn't have to, to fight the console wars. They won. You need to breed contempt. <laughs> contempt drive sales. Fight each other. Hate your friends. <laughs> your friend have Minecraft on the Xbox and not the PS4. Stab him. <laughs> Repeatedly. You don't um, need that friend. You need new friends. They're also doing a big base. graphics overhaul for that game called the Super Duper Graphics Pack. Yeah, it's coming to the Xbox version and the PC version, I believe. Although I thought it was very funny for a game that is essentially done in uh, what do they call it? Uh, Voxels. Voxels. Uh, they're telling you, oh, it's going to be in 4K. It doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> the new lighting that they showed looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. Basically, God raid fucking Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this super <laughs> realistic like lighting, and then it's just blocks. <laughs> it's really the good. S- the side note of that, which is quite funny, um, I was like when I was watching the conference, my mate who's quite a big Minecraft fan, he's like, his first response was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> which is really good because it wasn't it wasn't the the reaction that any of us expected from him of all people. And I was like, it was like, wow, you've actually tipped the fans. You've actually tipped the fans into the same mindset as us. Like, was like, oh, fucking Minecraft, it still exists. How? That's great. Like, oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, quite spectacular. Yeah. Uh, then they showed uh, the game of the entire show, the best thing that was at any conference, which was Dragon Ball Fighter Z. <laughs> and I'm only being half sarcastic here because that game legitimately looks fucking great. Yeah, it's a fighting game by Arc System Works, the guys that made Guilty Gear, using their Guilty Gear tech to make a Dragon Ball Z fighting game, and it kind of looks kind of crazy, like almost kind of. 3v3 like Marvel vs. Capcom ish which was kind of funny because this is the year that Capcom showed a lot of the new Marvel vs. Capcom game and it fell flat for everyone I think yeah they released a demo for it which is not good how'd you fuck how'd you fuck up Marvel vs. Capcom man I know like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is great Buy it while you still can. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighter Z <laughs> looks like a really good one of those games, though, and it has a bunch of Guilty Gear stuff in it, and I really like Guilty Gear Excerpt. So, yeah, I can't wait to pull off four types of Kai cancels. Oh my god! I mean, they have they they literally have dust moves in there. They just renamed them to Dragon Rush. So yeah, probably. Um. Black Desert Online's coming to Xbox. 
that's an MMORPG that you may know for having a really, really in-depth character creator where you can make anime ladies with big boobs. In-depth. In-depth. Wait, that's the one with the booty slider, isn't it? That is the one with the booty slider. Uh, reason free for one. rebuilding my PC. <laughs> Play that one on PC. Uh, they showed The Last Night, which is a kind of futuristic kind of sci-fi game that has pixel art and then like a really realistic 3D world behind that pixel art, and it looks really cool. Yep. And that's all we'll say about that. <laughs> no more needs to be said. No more needs to be said. It looks cool. It's coming to the Xbox One. It's going to be a launch exclusive, which means it'll be on PC as well and then on PS4 later. Uh, the Artful Escape, which is a 2D thing. Oh, wait, this is nothing. It was a... Oh, fuck. Who made this one? This was made by developers or something else. Uh, I think it's made by developers of um, Edith Finch. Yeah. Right. But it's like a 2D game that they didn't really show much of the gameplay, or at least nothing that kind of was visible as, you know, explaining what you do in this game but it was a 2D guy playing a guitar and flying around and um, things happened it looks cool yeah that 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 one kind of evoked the reaction of I don't know what the fuck just happened but I like it yeah <laughs> yeah basically because it, it's just kind of like glasses wearing astronaut just running along and it's like he starts jumping all of a sudden he's just like meow was like yeah. okay and the screen just starts fucking popping like beautiful visuals i was like yep yep this is <laughs> this is a fucking fever dream i'm gonna buy this the trailer this started is... with like the character just like kind of running and then climbing or like running up something and then pulls out a guitar and then just starts flying and it's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> it's a bizarre trailer i recommend people seek out that one because that was really cool looking yeah definitely uh, they showed Code Vein, which I believe Nathan is excited for. Damn it's, uh, right. Anime Dark Souls by the guys that made uh, God Body. Eater. God's Eater. God Eater? God Eater. Yeah, I think it was God's called God's Eater originally, Eater. but then yeah. it got renamed to God Eater over here. Because they realised that was stupid. That's right. <laughs> they ate was all like, the no, gods, that... there was only one left, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> They was like, no, this this title's way too fucking anime. No, no, <laughs> take that S out. Although they didn't do it for Demon's Soul, which is... Demon's Soul. <laughs> it's like, what? I mean, Code Vein is just a normal, really easy to understand name, so that's fine. Of course, yeah. It looks cool, though. This anime Dark Souls, it looks real pretty. And the fighting looks cool. Yeah, I'm kind of... As you said, I'm excited about that, because it's nice to get... I mean, I bought the Goddy uh, remasters and as much as I enjoyed those games it would have been nice to see him get a kind of next gen lick of paint rather than just being kind of up -rest. That was so, the reason I didn't buy those. It was like this looks like a PSP game and it's like well actually it's a port of a Vita version of a PSP game. It's like that's not selling me on it. <laughs> yeah it, I mean it was still, still fun. I put about probably about 40 hours which means yeah. I came out of the intro. Yeah, but, they're uh, of games. yeah, they're they're very long. They're in the Monster Hunter vein, but um, 
yeah, I'm looking looking forward to this. Hopefully, it's got the same replayability, maybe a bit more variety than a God of Year if you're going for the Dark Souls style. And I'm hoping co-op. So. Yes, that would definitely be a selling point for me. Definitely. Um, and they showed uh, Sea of Thieves. They yep. showed some more gameplay of more stuff you can do in that game where you can solve riddles to get treasure and you can go underwater and find like wreckages and stuff and it looks really cool I'm glad that Rare's allowed to make games again yeah it looked it did look very good um, yeah um I don't think there's any um, single player with that at all, is there? Um, it's. I think there is, but I don't think it's the focus. I think co-op yeah, is yeah. definitely kind of the focus. Like having your friends running a ship with oh, you is definitely, definitely kind of yeah. the. Yeah. Which is a first-party game, so it'll be on Xbox and PC. Yeah. So I'll pick it up on PC. Um, I'll play that co-op with you, Mike. What I said yes. there, it'll be good. Excellent. You can fight skeletons. It's coming early 2018, apparently, which I will believe that when I see it because it, yeah, that seems like something that's maybe still a bit away off. Although I don't know, they've been doing like um, they've been like inviting people to their offices to play that game under NDA, so it's playable. It'll be interesting. Right. Uh, then they announced that Tacoma is coming as a launch exclusive for the Xbox One uh, on August 2nd. That's the new game from the people that made uh, Gone Home. But it's yes. in space. And it looks really cool. I think it's already mm-hmm. out on PC, actually. Or at the very least, I think it comes out at the same time. Right. Uh, but yeah, that looks really cool. I'm kind of interested in that one. It's got like a bunch of sign language stuff in it. Uh, then they showed Super Lucky's Tale, which was a bizarre thing to see, because yeah, the first Lucky's Tale was an Oculus Rift exclusive game. It was VR only, right? And this, I mean, Xbox—they didn't announce any VR stuff for Xbox, so this is just a 3D platformer. Oh, but you understand they made it super by taking the VR out. <laughs> I mean, that does make games better. <laughs> Uh, it didn't look super good but I didn't really think that the first one looked super good either so I know people like that game I don't know if taking VR out kind of ruins that maybe for some people not for me at least mm-hmm. uh, they showed Cuphead Yoo-hoo! which yeah. finally has a release date it's coming September 29th fucking finally finally it's only been 37 years since they announced uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks real pretty still. It, they showed some platforming levels, which is good because that game was originally just a boss rush and it was kind of disappointing when they announced that originally. But that's the reason it got delayed so much. They actually added kind of platforming right. stuff like that to it and it looks really cool and I will definitely be picking that one up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Crackdown 3. They showed uh, Crackdown 3's greatest feature, which is Terry Crews. <laughs> uh, the power of the Xbox One X allows Terry Crews to be in that game. They can finally yes. render him. 
Uh, that was weird. Like, there was a big intro for that game that was a live-action video of Terry Crews just yelling <laughs> and shooting a gun. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely pulling from the best of Old Spice. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was basically Old Spice, but cracked down. I, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but personally, after you go from something so great as Terry Crews is doing that intro to the actual kind of gameplay they showed I was left kind of like huh it was really overwhelming I thought yeah like I was kind of excited for Crackdown 3 because the stuff they announced when they first announced that game seems really cool like all destructibility and stuff even though they said it'll just be in the multiplayer because they used the cloud which obviously they didn't mention the cloud because Don Matrick is deceased or something so they're not allowed <laughs> to contractually and uh, but like they, they didn't show that stuff they didn't show they showed just like some single player stuff that graphically didn't look particularly impressive in any way kind of looked like a less good Saints Row 4 for the most part mm-hmm. um, yeah I I was the same as you because we were watching it you know uh, not together but we were both watching it and, and commenting and sending yeah. messages to back and forth and you'd said, is it just me or does it not look that great? And it was like, yeah, I, I sat there and I watched it uh, a bit like you as well, Nathan. I seen the Terry Crews doing his thing and it was quite funny. And then afterwards you went, ah, okay. Yeah. It's... It was just like, oh, yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah, it just wasn't... There was nothing... It kind of looked like it stuck too close to the first two Crackdown games, which is fair because it is a sequel and it's been a while since those games came out but I also think we need to see more of that game that kind of sells it to me because right now it looks like Crackdown 1 or Crackdown 2 and that formula has been done better like Saints Row 4 was a better Crackdown yeah so I don't know we'll see we'll see Uh, then they showed uh big montage of indie games I won't go through all of them because there was a lot of them but one that stuck out for me is Fable Fortune because I didn't realise they were still making Fable games Uh, yeah I thought that that had died yeah well Fable Fortune is not the one that died was Fable the one that we played, or I say we played, the one that Ryan won that cape from at EGX that oh, year. Oh god, yeah, um, yeah. The one that was in development for ages and then was like, no, it's going to be free to play now. And it's like, actually, it's just not going to come out. That's the freest of free. Um, oh, Fable Fortune is like their Hearthstone clone. That makes sense. Ah. Uh... It's being made by Mediatonic, which I assume is probably X. Uh, what was the Fable developer? Pierre Molyneux. Ex Pierre Molyneux developers. Right. Um, Is that? I could be wrong. Is... Isn't the ex Molyneux um, 22 cans or? I think. Well, yeah, no, it's not actually Molyneux. I just mean that studio. I can't remember. What was the name of the studio that made Fable? Lionhead. Uh, you're right. Lionhead. That's it. Yeah, so I assume it's X Lionhead dudes. I could be wrong, but God does. Who knows? Who cares? Looks like Hearthstone. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
they showed or announced Ashen, which is a yeah, that was kind of a strange trailer because it's this quite pretty world with the the characters who have no faces. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. There's like some dungeon crawler stuff. Let's go. I I really like that art style because like they have no faces, but one of them had a mustache. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What's going on here? <laughs> um, which is weird. But yeah, it looks cool. I, I they showed. I assume the bits of that that looked like gameplay were gameplay. Whereas, uh-huh. uh, but a lot of it was just CG. Where it looks kind of maybe a bit co-op, kind of Dark Soulsy. Uh, but with a really kind of stylized graphics. It's all dungeon crawling. It looks cool. Um, I yeah, want to see more of that game. I'm always up for co-op it, dungeon crawling. It had a very nice, as you said, it's very nice and stylized. But it also had a very, even from that trailer, it's like a very oppressive nature. Like it, yeah. Like it's it just, grim. it just, yeah. It seems very grim. Yeah, but yeah. It seems very grim, but because the aesthetic is not realistic, it's got kind of a nice it's a nice twist so it's grim but not grim dark which is always a bit more refreshing yeah. Uh, yeah definitely um life is strange before the storm got announced here as well uh the first episode yes. of that will be available august 31st it is a prequel to life is strange that focuses on chloe and rachel's relationship which is kind of a game i didn't need i feel even though I really yeah. like Life is Strange. Yeah, it Yeah, it does feel that you know, we already know that story. Yeah, like if you're gonna make a prequel about any part of Life is Strange, the Chloe and Rachel relationship feels like you, you learn everything you needed to know in that game. Mm-hmm. Also it was announced afterwards that uh, the voice actress that plays Chloe is not the same one that played it in Life is Strange because she is currently on strike because of the uh, voice actor strike. And yes. The, which is fo- I didn't realize this, but apparently that was focused on very specific companies, and so the voice acting company that Square Enix uses is one of the ones that's being uh, striked against right now. All right. Okay. So that's why she's not in that, but she's in other stuff at the moment. So, yeah, I'd, uh, it's weird. It'll probably be really good, but I didn't really feel like I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed a bunch more of Middle Earth Shadow of War, which I keep wanting to call Shadow of Wardor, <laughs> <laughs> which they should have called it that. Yeah, uh, it's coming um, out October tenth. Yep, that was that was looking. It looks good, but then I'm thinking, do we need it? I, I was kind of torn about it because uh, I loved, I loved the the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. Yeah, I somewhat feel the same. Like I think I, I would, I would definitely play a new one. Yes, I'm yeah. not super excited about it, but it's like it'll be fun. It'll be good because that first one was really good, and yeah, Batman combat and crazy revenge system that they've made even crazier. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna pick it up, but I kind of agree. I kind of feel like. A lot of what made Shadow of Mordor great was, again, it was out of left field because yeah. going into release, 
that game didn't look like it was going to be great, and even the whole figure by it being reviewed late. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was it was like all the red flags going off. <laughs> so yeah. when it started getting good reviews, and you know, it actually turned out to be interesting because I'm also not a fan of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's all. how I felt as well. Like I was not. I kind of didn't really follow that game at all before it came out. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, it's a Lord of the Rings game. Yeah. And then people were like, but, it plays like Batman though. It's like, all right, I'll try it. And it's like, oh god, this is great. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like going into it, even when the um, gameplay came out, I watched it. Like I, I just didn't pay much attention because I kind of feel like it's one of those games where if I watch all the coverage for it before it comes out, mm. I'm just not going to be infused. It's going to be like, I've seen all this and so. Yeah, I'm I will say of... the the gameplay they showed here was more interesting to me than the stuff they've shown elsewhere so far. Like the, hey, you can attack these giant fortresses and you have like armies of dudes fighting against armies of dudes. It does not get me super excited because the thing I liked about that game was being Middle Earth Batman and sneaking around, you know, sneaking up on people and converting them to my side and then making them yes. explode. Uh, which they sh- that's what this trailer kind of was or this gameplay footage was it was a lot more of that kind of smaller groups of orcs and they're sneaking around doing stealthy stuff and then murdering everyone which is more what I liked about that game but yeah that's coming October 10th yeah. that game's out a few months cool uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp was announced yes which is a sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest uh-huh. And there was a guy playing piano during that trailer, which was really good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that game was really awesome. I liked that first one a lot. I never finished it, though. I, I never played it. That game was really hard. I finished it. Just for that day and after your comment there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's really easier for Nathan to finish it. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't finish anything. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, man? Oh, you no. just sit down and play that oh, game no. this weekend. Fuck it up, man. I should. I should. It'll probably look real good on my PC. Uh, yes. I, I will say that the last section of that game is a bitch. That probably took the longest. I think it took me like 10 hours, and I'm pretty sure two hours was on that last, that last stretch. I got two, uh, three... There's a lot of tree in that game, man. Uh, <laughs> there was there was stuff falling from the top of it, and uh, I kept dying, and then I stopped playing it. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of stuff falling from the from the top, and then I think it was where you just get. I think it was when you just get the 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 parachute that you can use. Oh, okay. I think I was there. I don't know. That game's great, but also really hard. So I don't know if I'll ever play this sequel, but I hope it's good. Uh, they talked a bit more about Xbox backwards compatibility stuff. They're yes. going to add support for the original Xbox game, starting with Crimson Woo-hoo. Skies. Yay. Which, Crimson Skies is fun. Yeah, I I, I love Crimson Skies. Uh, I am curious to see how much they're going to charge us for these games. Forty nine ninety nine. I don't joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're not <laughs> Nintendo. 
Um, <laughs> they announced a handful of things that are going to get Xbox One X updates, so they'll play in 4K. Those <clears> games <throat> include Gears of War 4, Horizon... Uh, Forza Horizon 3, sorry. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. Weirdly, <laughs> come to Xbox One. <laughs> that was uh, the real revelation. <laughs> Uh, Microsoft bought Sony. It's really weird. Uh, Killer Instinct, <laughs> Halo Wars Two, and Minecraft. Uh, and then there's going to be a bunch of other third-party ones as well, like Final Fantasy Fifteen and Resident Evil Seven, and pretty much everything that has PS4 Pro support, I would assume, because those yeah. assets are already done. So, yeah. Which is really good. You really want that across the board. Yeah. I agree. I wonder. I don't my... know if... Sorry. Because um, don't know if you if you heard, but they've also announced that they're going to do a Witcher. Let's say Witcher Four. They are going to do a Witcher <laughs> I Four. Wish they did a Witcher uh, Four. <laughs> but I want Cyberpunk. Do for. a Witcher Four. Oh, God damn it! It's three witches, three fucking witches, <laughs> Nate. All right, the Witcher Three. They're doing a 4K patch now, and yeah. I don't know if you remember when the Pro was announced. People were like, "You do Witcher Three patch, please!" And then yeah. everyone was like. They were just like, no, fuck you, we're doing Cyberpunk 2077. But now you've got both consoles. They're like, yeah, we'll give it a little update. Here you go, fuckers. And it's like, yes. So I'm hoping there's a couple of more titles that they kind of do that for. They showed nothing of Cyberpunk at this E3. I'm, begin- I'm beginning that- to worry that 2077 is the actual release date for this game. <laughs> <laughs> what well, Cyberpunk's actually a month of the year that hasn't been created yet. That comes in around 2004. <laughs> So, After the fall so, of 2069, we we had to create a new month. <laughs> oh god. Uh, there's a new Duke controller coming for the Xbox One. I thought to there before we go to the biggest thing. This is pretty good, right? Isn't that? Yeah. Isn't that just the old one? Yeah. Like the, yeah, the that Xbox was... One controller. <laughs> god damn it. The Xbox controller. No, you say OG for original gangster Xbox. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been made by Hyperkin. It's I don't know. That's a big controller. Uh, but yeah, then uh, they showed Anthem, which was Bioware's new game. It looks like a big open world kind of Destiny-ish game that's got some Mass Effect in there because it's third person and everyone's got mechs and yep. stuff. Or not mechs, but like kind of power suits. You fly around like Iron Man. Yes. It's got co-op. It looks real pretty. They were kind of trying to hype up the idea that their entire world will change kind of somewhat dynamically so like a storm blazes through and like destroys a big section of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which could be cool. I'm always up for yeah, that. Yeah, um, it did look good. Uh, it wasn't what I expected from a new Bioware game because they didn't really show much in the way of story, which is kind of why I, you know, think of when I think of Bioware games. Yeah, yeah. Kind of feel like they're trying to, well, as you said, they're trying to move in the Destiny direction with it. So yeah. I imagine that they'll they'll try and deliver the story in a similar way with kind of like packs oh, no. and oh, replayable no. missions and so you're saying that I'd... there's going to be no story in the game but you can read about it on their website <laughs> it's all going to be in a codec it's, a, it's like my first, my first I guess that is kind of how Bioware does stuff anyway 
Yeah, like, we put 100 hours of dialogue in this, but the real story's in the codec. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it looked, it looked pretty good. Um, again, this was like another one of the games where I was like, this looks fantastic on the Xbox One X. I'm going to get it on PC or PS4. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of how I feel as well. Like, I will play it either... I would like to get it on PC, but also that last Mass Effect game was not very well... Uh, it doesn't run super well on PC. Like it wasn't made well, so who knows about this one? I'd also a bunch of my friends will be on PS4 planet, so it'll probably end up being a PS4 game. No scenario will it be an Xbox One game. Mm. Halo Wars Two is getting DLC. Guys, do you like the flood? Um. Not when I have to clean up after it. Well, Hail Wars <laughs> 2, it's time for you to clean up the flood. Is it all set in the library? I hope it's all set in the library. <laughs> I hope it's all set in the library. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called Awakening the Nightmare. It's got a new cooperative mode and the flood. That's yes. the thing. That wasn't at their conference. They announced that afterwards. They're like, by the way, guys, remember Hail Wars 2? We're doing DLC for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that was it for Microsoft stuff. So, anything stand out for you guys? Um, it was, it was all right. Yeah, you I thought it was, it was a good conference overall. Yeah, um, Metro Exodus I thought looked very good. Yeah, that was probably the standout thing for me. Yeah, um, State of Decay was a nice. You know, it was a nice. Oh, that was a good game. So we're going to get some more of the same. Um, I know you. You really like the the Dragon Ball Fighters thing. Yeah, yeah, that looks really yep. awesome. Definitely. But they also showed more gameplay of that outside of the conference than in it. But it yeah. was still a cool reveal. Yeah, um, Sea of Thieves. They did the same as well. They they showed quite a lot of the gameplay of that after the the actual yeah. conference. And that looks cool. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get to it, but Ubisoft announced a game that's very similar to it as well. Which is oh, bizarre. Yeah. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, um, so quite a, quite a few good things. Um, the Shadows of Wardor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm... The official name from now on. Shadow yes, of Wardor. Charles Bernal Wardor. <laughs> again there will only be maybe one percent of our listeners that will ever ever get that joke yeah. <laughs> um and then yeah of course anthem i think uh it was a nice way to finish off as well yeah definitely i like that they they updated the structure of their conference like they, mm-hmm. they very clearly took note from Sony's thing last year, where Sony had people out talking for like a grand total of like thirty seconds, and yeah. then were just like trailer, 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 gameplay, trailer, trailer, gameplay, and it's like okay, great, do that. There was no, yeah. the longest someone came out and talked was Phil Spencer coming out and going, by the way. We're making another Xbox. It's called the Xbox One X. Yes. Oh, and the Forza dude. And the Forza dude who's like, here's a car and go stick my dick in it. Watch this gameplay while I do that. 
is this exhaust? I'm going to fuck it now. Here's a trailer. The lights are going to go down and this trailer's going to come on. You may hear some other noises, ignore them. <laughs> when you get for the next person that comes out on the stage, watch it not slip in the spine. <laughs> I, I agree with you guys. It was, it was a fucking great... It was a great conference, but again, I, I was going through, I was like, oh man, I really want to get this game. And I was like, just looking at the bottom of the screen for like, for like is this, it's, uh, yep, it's coming to Windows 10, cha-ching. So by the end of it, I was kind of weeping for my wallet because I was like, there's so many fucking good games that are coming out on PC. Yeah. So really this conference has cost me a couple of grand now because I'm going to buy all these games and also upgrade my PC it's one of and not get an X. It's one of those conferences where now that everything Microsoft does comes to PC, it makes me almost question why that PC conference exists at all, because nothing is ever announced there. It's really boring to watch. <laughs> and Microsoft now has a conference where they announce like a dozen PC games, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, yeah. So should we move on to Sony stuff? Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay, well, uh, they announced a gold and silver PS4 Slim, or two PS4 Slims, not gold and silver. There's a gold one and a silver one. Uh huh. They're shiny. Uh, I believe you. <laughs> Wait, where's you... my see-through one? <laughs> I want that. They did the controller that was like that. I would buy a whole yeah. console that was fucking see-through plastic. <laughs> it'd be a... although I... it'd be kind of horrible, I guess, because it'd just be filled with dust. Well, I had um, I had the the Xbox uh, Crystal. Was it just filled with dust? A uh, bit of modern one. Given my PS4 sounds like it's going to explode at any given time. Like that fan's super loud, so I imagine it must just be clogged up with dust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to check because if it's something worse, then I need to probably replace my PS4. And I don't want yeah. To so instead, I just wear headphones. Um. <laughs> Just just have some savings ready. <laughs> yeah, just in case. In case it literally bursts into flames. <laughs> uh, Shenmue 3 got delayed till 2018. It wasn't E3, but that was announced slightly before. That's a game I'm that shocked. people want. <laughs> I'm yeah. also shocked. A Shenmue game getting delayed. Pff, never happened before. Next you're going to be telling me it's running over budget. I refuse, <laughs> refuse to <laughs> believe your lies. Next thing you're going to be telling me it's really clunky and not fun. Um, oh. Uh, uh, the views, the views expressed by Mr. Bamford are not shared by all. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> no, they so are. I don't give if out. You, I don't if... give out my personal details in this. So I don't get targeted. You're the guy that hates Shenmue Three. You can email Nathan. Email Nathan <laughs> at Nathan at we'll, we'll sort. <laughs> we'll make that email address. Yeah, we'll make. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh God. Um, they said the Final Fantasy NT was announced for PS4 it wasn't actually at the conference but they kind of showed gameplay of it around the conference uh, uh-huh. that's a Final Fantasy of the City game it was that one been... um, not New triangular New Testament <laughs> makes more sense <laughs> oh I know what it was uh, it was the City of Final Fantasy Noctis time because Noctis is in it now uh... So he's like, it's Noctis time. <laughs> you know, his catchphrase really from Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> it's Noctis time. As he and Noctis is just like shaking his head, like my dad died. 
why are you guys not taking this seriously? <laughs> but still, my favorite bit of Final Fantasy Fifteen is how Noctis's dad dies, and all of his friends are just dicks. And they're just like, Noctis, look at this, but uh, we're going to go do all this stuff. And Noctis is like super depressed the whole time, like, my dad passed away and I need to save the world. And his friends are just like, let's go ride chocobos! It'll be great! <laughs> He's like, my dad died like an hour ago. I read about it in the newspaper. <laughs> See, I kind of took all the drama out of that scene because I was wearing the special, the costume you get with the sombrero and. <laughs> <laughs> He's just oh. there. He's just there having this really weepy moment. Like, like chocobo sombrero. On. It's fucking great. Like my dad died, but this hat is great. great. So, <laughs> I'm going to replay good. that when that DLC comes out that adds the the pot, not the pot noodle, the noodle cup. Um, <laughs> yeah. That looks so good. That game is bizarre. I need to finish that game actually. I need to go back to it. I really liked it. That game needs its own podcast because it's a beautiful mess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A beautiful mess. Our new Final Fantasy Fifteen podcast, where we talk every <laughs> week about how we haven't played any more Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A uh, new story trailer came out for Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age, which is a remake of Final Fantasy Twelve, uh, scientifically proven to be the worst Final Fantasy game. Yes. Yeah. That's that's only if you haven't played Final Fantasy Six. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the best I, Final Fantasy game. That is the best Final Fantasy game, but I'm I'm a Final <laughs> Fantasy twelve apologist. After eight. I I actually never Whoa, played. whoa, whoa, buddy. Alright, there's a new <laughs> podcast coming about how we argue out over what is the best Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going down. Spoilers I, weirdly, I'm... it's Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Always bit on Chrono. That's the name of it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like Final Fantasy twelve. It it had a weird system in that. It, maybe it's just me, but as a programmer, I enjoyed it because the the battle system was basically programming. Yeah. Just put it put the orbs in and let them fight it out for themselves. Yeah, it was kind of like the the Dragon Age Origins thing before Dragon Age did it with the Hey, tell your party in this situation, do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose a lot of people kind of looked down at it because it was like a pseudo MMO, so it was basically like Xenoblade. That was before. the bit that put me off. I didn't like that. But it was I mean, Star Final, Wars, Final Fantasy MMO, <laughs> craziness. <laughs> but it was Star Wars, and you know, it's the it's one of the, it's one of the only mainline games where everything's not centered around you it's like you're just kind of you're just kind of witnessing this epic story happen you're like the loser at the side like oh okay you guess i'm part all of the oblivion too. gates but you're not the hero <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh such a good game um ace combat 7 skies unknown uh they show the trailer for that and also announced it's gonna have psvr but also it got played till 2018 yeah Got my thrust master ready. <laughs> uh, and then probably the most important news of the entirety of E3, uh, Bubsy the Woolly Strike Back was announced, coming out fall 2017 for PS4 and PC. The revival uh, of the gaming mascot of the 16-bit era. So how Bubsy. excited are you guys about Bubsy? Oh, I'm ecstatic. I'm glad that Bubsy's back. 
the only the only platformer to to successfully make people motion sick outside of VR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to go on a slight tangent here. I was playing The Last Guardian. I told you about this, Nathan, but I got <laughs> I don't get motion sick in games, even though I get motion sick in real life. But the oh, except VR. VR's made me motion sick a couple of times, but playing the last guardian and going into one of the outdoor areas and that where the frame rate drops so dramatically and the camera is still that really kind of light uh kind of loose uh not super smooth camera that the team eco use for every game uh those two things combined made me like really come really close to throwing up and that's like i can't play this game anymore um yeah um Undertale's coming to PS4 and Vita, which was the one mention of the Vita during the entirety of E3. Yes. Uh, did they did they confirm a pro patch for Undertale? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> 4K support. I not native though. They couldn't manage it. It's gonna be checkerboarded. Oh, damn it. Um, I assume actually because every game has to have a pro patch, so I assume it must have like 4K support or something. I think Sony's mandate is it needs to at least I guess run be, yeah. well. It, just, it needs to at least perform as well as base PS4, yeah. which not all games adhere to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be physical editions of it as well. Uh, and this was announced before the conference started. Like They had a pre-show where they showed like some montages and stuff like that, and then were like, also, by the way, Undertale's coming out. And then the conference started. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, but they had a really good trailer for Undertale I recommend people go watch that it's really silly and that game's great I don't know how it'll work on a console because that game had to crash to work correctly like it's part of the game how do you do that on a console (laughs) Um, Uncharted Lost Legacy they show the story trailer had Chloe and Nadine in it they climb and stuff they shoot dudes and punch dudes because it's Uncharted. comes out in August. I, I'll probably pick that up. I like Uncharted sometimes. Yeah. I like Uncharted until I finish an Uncharted game then I'm like, man, I'm done with Uncharted forever. And then they announce uh, a yeah. new one and I'm like, actually, Uncharted, I could play that. <laughs> I went to look here to see how much it cost in the PS and store and it said it was unavailable, which conclude, uh, confused me. And then I realized I bought the season pass and had never played the online. <laughs> <laughs> is that included in the season pass? Then? Okay. Yeah, so so apparently it was included in the season pass if you had bought it before a certain date and the uh, price went up. So they did yeah. a Fallout 4. Yeah, because they're treating it uh, like a separate thing though. Yeah. Yeah. But if you pre order it now, you get Jack and Daxter, but I don't get that. What? I don't get Jack and. Yeah, apparently they're giving Jack and Daxter as a pre-order like, bonus. Yes, too classic. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm assuming so. I, I don't know the the details of it. I just know that you get Tell Jack me, and Nathan. Daxter. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I came here woefully unprepared. I was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> they announced an expansion for Horizon Zero Dawn called The Frozen Wilds. There's no date for it, but they showed more gameplay. Yes. 
It looks like Horizon. I should yeah, probably, probably play that game. Yeah, I'll probably pick that up. Uh, they showed some more Days Gone. Lots of zombies. I like this gameplay trailer a lot more than the the one they showed last year. It looked a lot more interesting. It was a lot more using zombies to your advantage. Because the dude just like sneaks up on this fucking like camp of they seem to just be people there's people just out there camping and surviving and he's like what if I blow up this wall and all these zombies came through and murdered everyone it's like that's probably a real dick move but I guess you could do that and so he does that and then all the zombies come <laughs> and it's like that's a fucking maybe a bit overkill thing to do but man it looks pretty good um, um, yeah the uh, game's still looking good yeah. Zombies. Everyone likes zombies. Although there was no year release, so you know that's coming in 2000. And, well, it was actually getting released in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk's going to be a busy month. Um, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus getting remade for PS4, which kind of came out of nowhere. It's coming out next year. Which is good. I'll buy Blue Point. Yes, yeah, by Blue Point, the guys that Oh, yes. Yeah. All of the best everything's. Yes. They did that Team Eco collection before. They did the Metal Gear collection. Uh, they didn't do the Silent Hill collection, which is how you know they're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I forget. They did something else relatively recently. Oh, they did the um, uh, Last Gravity of Us. Ones. And, and Last, Last of Us as well. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Basically, all the good remasters and remakes that have been done over the past few years have almost entirely been them. Which means, with with certainty, I can award this the Kieran Bamford no no motion sickness award. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this will probably have a really good frame rate. Hopefully, uh, they showed some God of War. There's a big snake. There's some gods yep. in it. There's some bad dudes in it. Kratos has a kid still. He hits things with an axe. He throws his axe just away into a lake, which was uh, weird. Yeah. He gets very angry. He gets he gets angry because it's God of War. He still yeah. has angry anger issues. He's teaching his kid. He's like, Hey kid, this is how you get angry and then he hits things. If you see a Porsche, fuck it. <laughs> is it me or did I see a Nidog in that trailer? Yeah, it was, it was like a really a, big Yeah, it was a big snake thing that he talks to. Yeah, yeah. He talks to it, or his son talks to it, because his son's a Viking. He's not, so you can't speak <laughs> snake. Logic. That game looks good. As someone who was not a big fan of the God of War series, like that looks like mm -hmm. a, something that makes me interested. Uh, Destiny Two story trailer looked fine. Yeah. Next. Game of the year. It might be. I really like that first one. But... Uh, they showed a bunch of VR games. Uh, one up. Did Nathan just explode? I think Nathan just exploded. Nathan just exploded. Well, I'll add, I'll add them back to this podcast. <laughs> and we can continue. Um, 
Anyway, they showed a bunch of VR stuff, which I guess I'll come back to, given Nathan is the one of us with a VR headset, so we yes, back yeah. in this. Um, <laughs> they showed Detroit Become Human, which uh, had some... Man, I really don't like any of that developer's games. See, I... I preferred what we seen uh, last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, with this all decision making stuff, whereas this one was like, I don't know, but if we walk over to these shops and then do a quick time event and then uh, things happen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm still very interested in that one. I, I think it's more the story than anything else. Yeah, I think the story would be cool, but it's also yeah. super generic. So. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I know. Um, there's oh god, what else they show? It looks pretty, if nothing else. Uh, they showed Spider Man. That game looked good. Nathan, what do you think, Spider Man? Uh, does whatever a spider can. Yeah, that's that's my official stance on it. No. <laughs> It looked great. Um, a lot of people complaining a bit too many QTEs, but I was thinking there's a there's a lot of intense action that was going on in that game. So yeah, I I'm not a big fan of QTEs, but I figured that they're probably this they're probably not going to be too over the top for the most part. Like in the game, I think that's just a very cinematic section they were showing. Your hatred of Shenmue is way too much. It's just. <laughs> It brought Cute. great Shenmue upon me. But <laughs> great, great Shenmue. Oh man. <laughs> um, I think I, I think it was like it looks looks really good. Um, like the the kind of like action that they were showing was pretty good. Like it reminded me of it reminded me a lot more of um, uh, not Sunset Overdrive. It, I never played Sunset Overdrive, but it's the same developers, isn't it? Yeah, it's Insomniac. It might be a lot, a, a lot more of um, like Spider-Man Two at all. Yeah. Which probably was my favorite one, so I'm a bit excited about that. And apparently, it's an older Peter Parker, so he's a bit more up on his game. So they're not yeah. going with an origin story. This is a a fully, you know, this is like a Peter Parker in the prime. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where they go with that because they showed. Yeah. Um, Miles Morales as well. Yeah, I was gonna say they confirmed Miles Morales is in it as well. So, so uh, is Peter Parker gonna die? Is that how this is gonna go? If they're gonna pull a Metal Gear Solid two, man, it's gonna die right at the beginning. You gotta play as Miles Morales <laughs> the whole time. That, the yeah. end of the end of that gameplay sequence, the, there, which is the tutorial sequence, he just dies <laughs> of a heart attack. He just uh, falls apart. <laughs> He's like, man, that was a lot of action. Oh, God. <laughs> this radiation is really taking its toll on my body. Um, Yeah, so we skipped over the VR stuff because you fell out of the call for a second there, but you're the only one with a VR headset. That uh, is true. And Mike has been replaced by a cat. So... I <laughs> 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 um, I'm Bravo team. the only person on the planet with a VR headset. That's so. true. 
You're the only person on the bought. You're the only one able to buy a PSVR because they're still really low on stock and all those things. <laughs> <laughs> they made like seven of them, and you bought one, and that's it. I also made sure to have the rest of them destroyed. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, probably for my choice. Um, so they showed Bravo Team, which was possibly the most generic-looking video game I've ever seen. It was like um, a. First person shooter in a Middle Eastern, or it looked like a kind of Middle Eastern say. Yeah, it looked like really generic, generic time crisis. <laughs> yeah, and even the name, like Bravo Team, it's like everything about it looked like the kind of game that they make for TV shows. To be like, yeah. oh, this guy's playing a game, and it's like not a real game. I- like this, this seems like the kind of game that would show up in like an episode of CSI. But this guy's playing VR and then he got stabbed in the back in the game and died in real life. It's a mystery. Being an old man, right? Um, there were times when I used to have to go to these physical stores and trade in the games that I had completed. And sometimes you'd get money for that and I would look at the B tier games because they never quite gave you enough back to get a yeah. to get another full <laughs> yeah. price game. So you you'd be like, Oh man, that's oh great, Final Fantasy ten, that's uh oh, that's forty pounds. So then you look at the ones that like twenty four and that game looks exactly like all of those like like the stuff you used to get like Urban Chaos and all these kind of B tier games. I was like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, well, oh, I'll, I'll talk about uh, the the riot one, not the PS, not the oh. PS one. Yeah, cause yeah. The PS one game is great. You walk around yeah. and arrest people in the street. <laughs> no, this this one, you're like a, a, I think you're like an anti SWAT fireman. I was like, it's the weirdest fucking. Effort. And for some reason, all the enemies in your in the game knew your name and did like screaming. It's like I'm gonna get you, Mason. It's like he's a fireman. How do you know his name? It's bizarre, but. Um, yeah, that Bravo team really didn't interest me at all. I, no. I, I looked at it, I was just like, uh, okay. I feel uh, like that I was, was def- I was talking about it here is probably the most that has been talked about this entire E3. <laughs> By anyone. <Yeah. laughs> probably, probably like dedicate the most coverage time to it. Yeah. Probably <laughs> even the developers, because the developers made another game that was also there as well. So I can't remember which one it was though. Um, was it super massive that did it. I don't think it was not a uh, Japan team. Oh, was it? I don't know. Maybe it was super massive though. You may right. I don't it's know. It's not. See, it's not. It's, it's not a good look where that we yeah. can't even remember who did it. Who did it? Um, oh no, it's definitely super massive. Is it? <laughs> okay, yeah. great. From the people that brought you until dawn, comes yeah. Bravo team. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim VR. For forty nine ninety nine apparently, um, we talked about that earlier. It uses the move controllers. Use motion controls, which is interesting because how do you move if you use both? Uh, how do you use the move. There's no sticks. Maybe it's uh, maybe it uses the gun. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The Inpatient was announced, which is a prequel to Until Dawn, set 60 years before Until Dawn, set inside the sanitarium. You play as a patient with amnesia, and you see the horror. The horror. What? 
that I'm more excited about, but that that's looks because it's cool. Yeah, it's, and it's also a title until dawn, which was probably one of my favorite games of. Was it last year? It was last year, was it? Two years ago, wasn't it? You sure? I think it was two years ago. Oh man, I'm really in. I don't remember time flying that fast. Jesus. That game okay. came out in '97. Oh god! <laughs> before the war? Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that looks really cool. I'm, uh, the Until Dawn game that came out last year was the other VR game. Oh yeah, of course. It was the 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 uh, carnival, carnival one. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rush of blood or blood? Yeah, that's the one. Yes, yeah, I've got yeah. it. I've, it's got blood in it. There's there's blood in it. Until Dawn has blood. There we go. Uh, um, yes, yeah. anything that expands the Until Dawn kind of the lore. canon. Yeah, the lore. I'm, I'm on board. I assume there'll be when it goes in it. Spoilers. Oh. Well, they're saying it takes place in the um, what was it the the asylum that's in the that's yeah. in Until Dawn. So you play through see how it ended up being the way it was. Yeah. You meet your wolf bros, it'd be great. <laughs> you find out why there was that thing that was there that can cut off your fingers or whatever it did. Yes. <laughs> I want to believe this whole game is just a setup to that <laughs> just scene. A setup for that last <laughs> scene. Last scene in that game is someone just setting up this stupid little trap to cut fingers off. Um, Star Child was announced as well, which is a kind of 2D platformer for PlayStation VR as well. It looked also pretty generic, but looked okay. Yeah, it... it Like, I kind of like, with stuff like 2D platformers for VRs, it's always a bit weird. Like, again, like Lucky's Tale, you know, you're just kind of like a bobbing head and yeah. your head's the camera and you're controlling it. You control it like a platform. So, in those cases, I kind of just feel like, why didn't I just, why don't I just play this like a 2D platformer? Yeah, like, why do you need VR for it? Yeah. But the game that no one is questioning why you need VR for it is Final Fantasy 15 Monsters of the Deep. <laughs> but the thing that made the thing that made me laugh is that I actually got excited when this came on and uh, <laughs> the reason for that is because the fishing is probably the thing I've done the most in Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 <laughs> <laughs> so I was like yes now I can do that in first person this is yep. this is what I've been waiting for Diff. because they're never going to complete Final Fantasy 15 they're going to keep constantly updating it for the next 10 years so I can play this fishing game while I wait because that's what I do now <laughs> it's coming out in September it looks it was pretty good. It's, there's a bunch yeah. of you fish, and this MVR. They're really sporting the VR quite a lot in Final Fantasy 15. Because there was that uh, the the shooting one, they did. Yeah, apparently Prompto's DLC is coming out, but is that the VR one? I don't know. That's a good question. Did that VR one come out? Because they said episode prompto, but I don't know if that was... I think they're doing an actual was... story-based thing as well. I don't know. I genuinely don't I've got the season pass to that game, and I'm not sure why, because I haven't started that game yet. You should probably start I'm... that game. It's a good game. I should probably start that game. It's... But I'm definitely looking, definitely looking forward to, <laughs> to the Monsters of the Deep. Yeah. At least... Uh... As... So that makes me as the only... PSVR owner, it's like, so that means 100% of 
PSVR owners are excited about Monsters of the Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Moss was announced from Polyarch Studio, which is also a PlayStation VR game uh, where you play as a little cute animated mouse and you go around solving puzzles. It looks adorable. Yep. Yep. Uh, that looked out, great. Coming out holiday 2017. Now, there's a surprising amount of VR games here, actually, in general. Um, do I think that was the last one? Oh, no. Super Hot I... VR is coming to PSVR. Why do I need super hot? I've got monsters of the deep. We don't need anything else. <laughs> There's no anime ladies here to really sell VR, though. <laughs> it's true. I'm I'm still waiting for summer lesson, Sony. <laughs> As your entire consumer base, I demand you localize. It's really weird that they just released summer lesson somewhere that they never released any PlayStation VRs, and so no one can ever play it. It's just <laughs> a bizarre choice. It's <laughs> just a true tragedy. Um, the Sony announced PlayLink, which allows players to play games with their phones. I don't remember this. What was this? <laughs> um, I remember they announced that... that one phone game, the one that you take selfies and then everyone draws, and it was like a bad Jackbox game. Yes, so they announced it was a, a few games because uh, there was the the one from supermassive games which yeah. was the hidden agenda okay and then after that they it was like in like a montage of things was it not with uh that's you one called frantics sing star celebration and one called knowledge is power i think i somebody yeah. just like missed this part or something. i don't know i feel yeah because <laughs> that hidden agenda one actually looked interesting it was kind of it kind of looked like uh they're like a prison base kind of like it it was like kind of like you base you you vote on the outcome so it's almost like a like until dawn but choose your mm. own so there's a bunch yeah. of you and then you can get missions and some like people might get missions to like um try and try and like work against the rest of the team like secret missions and stuff like that via their phone so it's basically like until dawn jackbox which uh-huh. seemed kind of insane yeah, I'm looking at the trailer. It looks quite cool. Yeah. That's a smart idea, actually. Okay, I'm on board with PlayLink. <laughs> I've got my eye on you, PlayLink. Knack uh, 2 is, for some reason, still a thing. Um, everybody's Golf is coming. Does anyone have anything whoa, else whoa, to add about Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, how can you skip over Knack 2, the fucking sequel to the GOTG Game of the Generation? <laughs> I I I like Knack. Yeah, I thought Knack was alright. I'll be I honest, I've never played Knack. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's very repetitive and yeah, it doesn't change at all. Once you've played a couple of hours of it, you're like, oh, I get this. I imagine this could be quite a short game, and then four hours later, you're like, oh, end it. Not the game of my life. Just any, oh god, <laughs> yeah, it was alright though. I don't know if they add more, if they flesh it out a bit more, you know. Could be good. Yeah, yeah, maybe shorten it a bit. Shorten it a bit, but add more variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel for that. Well, I mean, um, that was like the kind of um, it was the tech demo really that yeah, turned into a game. And so hopefully nice. this is, this hopefully it's just a game now. No, it's tech demo for PS4 Pro now. 
<laughs> Look how many 4K triangles he's made of. Um, everybody's golf is coming to PS4 on August 29th. Woohoo! I'll be buying that day one because I love those games. It looks good. It does. It looks really nice. Um, there was a closed beta for that recently, so there's a bunch of gameplay of it online as well. Alright. Grand must Sport, new trailer coming fall 2017, supposedly. We'll see. We'll see. I thought yeah. that had a firmer release date already. But, whatever. This says fall 2017, so. Yeah, I, got, I kind of had money saved to Cypher in June. I had convinced myself it was coming out in June. I thought you pre ordered that one. When you I got have pre ordered When you it. got your VR headset. Because <laughs> you're like, oh man, I'm going to get this VR day one. Oh yeah, a you're year right. Later. You Cancelled that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got four copies pre-ordered now, oh, just God. just through like being older than <laughs> I did. Like, come home from work one day, I just can't open the door. I've just got all these copies of just Gran Turismo just wedged between <laughs> the door. Just like my doorstop's like, oh god. My new business proposition: I'm going to open a shop, and all we sell are copies of Gran Turismo Sport. <laughs> I've got the stock already. Uh, Matterfall from the Housemark guys is coming August 15th it seems cool yep so that's the guys that made uh, Resogun and Death Nation and Alienation and Super Stardust they got, oh, haven't they got another game coming out like soon yeah they have um it's like the one that's like Smash TV. Oh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's by the guy that made Smash, Smash TV as well. They're working with him. Okay. The guy basically invented twin stick shooters, and he's like, "Hey, can I make a twin stick shooter for you guys?" And they're like, "Yes, yes, you can." Is that called like Nox something? Next Makana. Next. That's... Next Makana. Next. Yes, yeah, sure. That sounds like a game. Um. <clears throat> And then we had uh, one of the biggest announcements of Sony's show. That's right. Local Roku 2 remastered for PS4. Yeah. That, that first remaster's out. Have you bought that yet, Mike? Uh, no, I haven't. No. You should probably get that. I, I probably should. Um, get the crap if only there, just uh... to annoy Paul with it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to leave that on just to annoy the shit out of Paul. Yeah. And it worked wonders. When's that Patapon one coming out? Because they announced Local Roco, Parappa, and Patapon all at the same time, and the first two are out. Patapon's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And it's probably the one I was most interested in. That Parappa remake's really good. Have you got cool ratings yet? No, I'm fucking terrible, crap. <laughs> I've not even beat the fucking uh, uh, cooking show one yet. I am a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of the fucking get good level of that yeah, game. It's so <laughs> it's hard. Like, yes. I love that she gets angry and she walks out from behind the TV and just stares at you and it's like, oh no, I fucked up. Um. Dot Hack GU Last Recode is a full remaster of the trilogy and the single release of various gameplay adjustments. Ooh, I've never played yeah, those, any of those games. Those were good games. What those those were good games that fell into that that B tier 
like they were like B tier like Namco games if I'm was it Bandai? Yeah, it was Namco. Yeah, it? Like, yeah. Well, it was like Bandai before Bam Namco, cool. I think. Bam cool. That was like. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're like B tier games that you don't really get anymore. So it's good so that I they're should, remastering them. I should pick those up for They were basically Sword Art Online before Sword Art Online without the romance bullshit. It was just like right. you're trapped in it. It's like MMO, you're trapped in it. Everything's fucked. It's so it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami is coming out August 29th for 29.99, uh, which we already knew, but they had a new trailer. Uh, Yakuza nope. 6, The Song of Life, also got a E3 trailer. <laughs> they didn't show it at their conference, which is uh, a mistake, I think, because Yakuza 6 is Game of the Year next year. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, insane trailers, you got a trailer. You can play Coco Bandicoot as in every level, which I don't know who Coco Bandicoot is because I didn't play enough of those games to know. Same. Uh, Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. True. Is um, game of E three. Is a game that I know nothing about. I didn't see this trailer, but I assume characters with big boobs and water pistols. And yeah, this is. This how many is copies game of the have show you got? for me? <laughs> I was go- I was gonna say how many copies have you got pre-ordered? Uh, I'm still waiting for. Oh man, this trailer. Jesus. Christ. Oh, so bad. This is like Splatoon, but neither. Yeah. I... Do, you, do you like nudity? Do you like Splatoon? Oh God, yeah. I oh, mean, Jesus. Yeah. And this got like, oh, this looks terrible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those physics. I need to turn this off. Not how. That's not how any anatomy on any human. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Was this? Is this what the same? What the hell is this? Is this the same one that's doing the switch? They got the switch one where they have the HD rumble to make it feel like boobs somehow, even though boobs are not Joy-Con shaped or feeling. You can't speak for everyone on the planet, bro. I mean, if you have Joy-Con boobs, please write in, and oh, don't! It's, you are free to live your life. You don't have to prove anything. That's <laughs> prove anything. Um, they also announced what was really the biggest announcement of the year, or E3, which is I can't pronounce any of these. Taiko no Tatsujin Session de Dodon Gadon. It's Taiko Drum Master for PS4. It'll I'm never, sure. it'll never come out over here. I'm yeah. pretty sure that last part's supposed to be like onomatopoeia, man. Yeah, like dun, dun, <laughs> like, dun, dun. Like, yeah. yeah, there we go. Dun, dun, that sounds sexy. Yeah, however, that's that was basically all the Sony stuff. <laughs> I wasn't super <laughs> impressed by it in the Sony this year. Spider-Man looked uh, alright. Um, no, they, it was some amount of stuff that they yeah. they announced, but I think the 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 problem with Sony was that. Most of this stuff had been announced last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like, so um, for me, it was like a lot of kind of like with the rest of the conferences, really. It was a lot of known stuff or stuff that wasn't yeah, super surprising yeah. or and stuff that I'm not necessarily super excited for, but it looks good. You know, mm-hmm. I'll like it and I'll play it, but it's not, you know, 
it's not going to get me super excited the way like you know the Witcher games do or Metal Gear Solid yeah, or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I thought it was pretty solid overall. I thought this was the best uh, conference. I probably agree. Maybe Ubisoft, <laughs> which is a I mean, weird how, thing how to could say. This not be, how could this not be the best conference? It has got Senran Kagura. Peach I'm pretty sure Senran Kagura wasn't actually at the conference. Yes. Oh, okay, well, we docked his points then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. It had Bubsy. That also was not at the conference. Okay, this is the worst conference by far. I, I, I tried. <laughs> to be fair, though, none of them had Bubsy or Senran Kagura, so really they're all equal. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of agree with you guys. Um, so I, going through this list, I was kind of confused about half these games because I watched the stream, but I watched it just after the fact because it was like 2 a.m. when it came on and yeah. as much as I like games I'm not staying up that late um, so I, I, when I woke up I watched the IGN stream but it didn't show any of the pre-game stuff so I didn't see most of this yeah you didn't see like Undertale and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's like it's pretty much the the middle section was the actual well yeah not Undertale yeah. so a, a lot of this um I think it's I think it's a good list, but I think Microsoft I think Microsoft was a, a more interesting conference. Not necessarily because yeah. it had it was better for Microsoft. It was just that there were more interesting games that hadn't been announced before that are coming uh-huh. to PC. Yeah. So for for that exact reason, I was like, it's a better conference. But there's still a solid lineup there. Yeah. Oh, wait, there was another thing that was announced at Sony's conference that for some reason is not in this list with the Sony stuff. Um. Because Monster Hunter World was announced there. Oh yes, yeah. Which looks like a new Monster Hunter game with um, new stuff. Finally, new models, new graphics, which has been needed for Monster Hunter for a while. Yes, yeah, HD. definitely. This also leaked out beforehand. Uh, the rumors were that it was originally called Monster Hunter Five. And then when Street Fighter Five bombed, Capcom got a bit cagey and were like, uh, maybe we don't want to put things on the PS4 so much. Apparently there's also a Switch one coming. Who knows? Uh, I... That's that's really weird. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was looking over that list, I was kind of thinking, there's something that I, was re- that I really was hyped for that I'm pretty sure was at Sony's conference. Yeah, and Marvel I can't vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh god! Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a separate issue. Yeah. I think Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World looked kind of great. It looked like it took the kind of fast-paced stuff from like Cross, Cross Cross, or Generations, as yeah. I found that it's called, even though I own the game. Whoops, um, <laughs> Cross Cross. Well, the first one, the Cross, was called Generations. Cross Cross, <laughs> they said, might not get localized. So who knows? Uh, well, the the last one, the one that is on 3DS, the yeah. fast-paced one, it looks like it's that mixed with a bit of Dragon's Dogma in a kind of open world. Yeah. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm kind of digging. Um, I do right. hope that Switch one gets translated. Yeah, same, because I would totally play that on Switch. Um, yeah. So, we're kind of running over time, so there's is there anything else that jumps out of you guys that we haven't covered? Because there was a few other games. 
like evil within too. Yeah. Which looks like more evil within. So I should probably play that first game. Beyond uh, like, yeah. the fourth chapter or whatever the hell I got to. Yeah, same. I I should go back and finish it. Um. Did uh, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus looks real good? The Nazis have taken America, and you're going to take it back. But this time, you got kids on the way. You got some responsibilities. You got twins. <laughs> you got some BJ Junior showing up. <laughs> got small BJs coming. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. Um, Vampire. Is it Vampire? Vampire? Vampire. I'd say Vampire. Yeah, vampire. Oh. Either or, I guess. It looks really cool. It looks like kind of a B tier Bloodborne, but with a cool setting. Cool. You know, vampire y stuff. Vampire? I thought that was more the. Is it? Like, Bloodborne? I thought it was more like the. Like a kind of like Vampire the Masquerade one. Is it not? Um, I think it still has some elements of that, but I mean, the combat's very kind of Bloodborne ish. Oh, I didn't even see any combat. I just saw him talking to saw him talking to a doctor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of that stuff as well. But the combat they were oh. shown a lot of before looks like that. Um, cool. There was uh, two kind of big things I think we should probably should cover, which uh, a way out, which is the new game from the developers brothers, which is split screen, at all times cooperative game where you're breaking out of prison. And it looks weird. I'm kind of yeah. I'll probably play uh, that. I think that was the first thing I saw of E3 because you sent me the trailer. That yeah. definitely does look interesting. It's a neat idea. But yeah. it'll be one of these games that we that we actually purchased for Corp and would actually have to play together for once. Yeah, there's no choice. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind yeah, of got a it's co op only. Yeah. Which is bold. Uh, and the other thing was Star Wars Battlefront 2. Which they showed a bunch of. Um, it's going to have a big single player campaign apparently. A lot more content. Yep. Free DLC. Uh, the first DLC pack is focused on The Last Jedi. Comes out November 17th. They showed an entire match during the EA's pre-E3 fucking conference where they're like, oh man, we don't go to E3, we just show up the day before E3 and have an E3 conference. And it's like, what are you doing? Um, oh, that was a shit show. That was the worst conference of the entire show. <sighs> just... Bethesda was real bad as well, but that EA one was... Jesus Christ. It was so boring. So terrible. <laughs> Let's go to our cave and talk to content creators. And they brought out a fucking YouTuber who's never covered games on his channel before. To, like, host this part of their thing for this room filled with content creators that were at E3 for them. And it's, like, a, it's just some guy that usually does, like, prank videos and stuff like that, apparently. But it's like, what are you doing? This is bizarre. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they showed, like, an entire match of Star Wars Battlefront 2, so it was, like... 15 20 minutes Star Wars Battlefront 2 at the end of their conference, which is also way too much Star Wars Battlefront 2 to watch. <laughs> yeah, I feel like 
with a game like that you see five minutes and you're kind of deciding whether you want it or not like it yeah it's not hasn't got the depth for something like battlefield so it's not like yeah. you need to be kind of watching over big maps it's it's star wars it's going to be fun dumb and simple and the dlc is free this time good my favorite thing was that they kept switching uh between different players so to different cameras stuff like that uh, and they switched to one of them, and the guy had NBA Live loaded up. And it's like, wait, <laughs> wait, this is the wrong machine. So it's just like the NBA Live fucking uh, main <laughs> menu there for a few seconds. It's like, what are you doing? Um, oh, E3, never they, change. They announced a new NBA game because EA hasn't given up yet. They so prob- they probably should. Talking about. Bethesda, which we weren't, but talking about (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, they announced Skyrim VR, which seems to be exclusively for PSVR which, to me, seems like a really weird kind of sorry, because we can't give you Fallout 4 VR, which has been announced for the Vive I'm not sure if it's for Oculus, but I'm not not surprised it didn't come to PSVR, because if you see how Fallout 4 runs on that machine, you'd fucking, yeah. you wouldn't want to put that but anywhere near your eyes. On the Oculus um, point, do you think Bethesda will ever do business with Oculus after oh yeah, true. everything? <laughs> well, come, come into the Vive and Oculus unofficially for <laughs> OPR standard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Doom is coming to PSVR. Yeah. That looks... Not sure how I feel about that. It's like, hey, we <laughs> took our super fast-paced first-person shooter and we made it so you have to teleport to move. It's like, yeah. ah, no, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, it kind of look kind of weird, especially the bit where like you're fighting the pinky and it's like it seems like you teleported, just hovered in the air for ages. Like it's, uh, I'm not not sure. <laughs> kind it of not sure about that at all. It doesn't look good. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good that Bethesda are investing in VR. It's just is it? Is it not. Well, well, I mean, for you know, they are the kind of like heavy. They they are they are kind of heavyweights in in the industry. And whether I like whether I like the games they're bringing out or not, them bringing out games for it is a good sign that they're trying at least. Yeah, it's the sentiments there. But of the multi-plat stuff, I. Probably looking forward to um, Nino Kuni, like Nino Kuni Two. Yeah, yeah. They showed a bunch of gameplay and stuff about that um, during, the conf- uh, partly during the conference, and then afterwards on some of their live streams and stuff. Uh huh. It looks good. It looks like more Nino Kuni. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the VR front, um, how could we forget Elijah going into Elijah Wood's mind? Oh God, I did forget about that. <laughs> What's that? That was a that was an actual feat. I don't understand. Like I watched that trailer, I was like, "What part of this is the game? Is, is there any game being shown here?" Yeah, you go into Elijah Wood's mind. This is the game. They uploaded him to a server, and you can VR into his brain. Oh, fair enough. Was transference, wasn't it? Yeah. It looks. I mean, it doesn't look like a game, but we'll see. <laughs> um. Right, we are running late, so we should probably wrap up, I'm afraid. But there was a lot of stuff at E3. There was, yes. What was your game um, of the show? 
Uh... As people who didn't go to E3. Yes, just yeah. watched it online. <laughs> um... Oh, I don't know. I... I think the the one that kind of surprised me quite a lot was uh, the announcement of uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. But yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is theoretically a game. They didn't show any yes. gameplay, just a CG trailer, but theoretically it will someday be a game. It's amazing it's been, what, four years since they announced that game? Uh, and yeah. all they have to show is a CG trailer. <laughs> And they admitted that they're at like zero yeah. <laughs> percent, <laughs> and looking to make it like early access. And, and it's obviously uh, been rebooted, given it's a prequel now. And the first trailer showed Jade. Yeah, it's like bizarre. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nathan? What was your favorite thing that you saw? See, I my. My immediate, my immediate answer is Mario X Rabbids plus Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It's one yeah. of those two. I would probably say Dragon Ball Fighter Z for me. Like we got a lot of gameplay footage of it from this, and it looks like a genuinely really good fighting game. Like not just a I like Dragon Ball Z, so I'll put up with the fact that Xenoverse is kind of a broken garbage game, because man, I really like it. But no, it looks like an actually good fighting game. Yeah. Which is which is going to be funny when we finally play a Dragon Ball Z game where we can't pull off Kamehameha's without <laughs> <laughs> without just mashing the buttons. Nah, man, it's got auto combos. It'll be fine. Ah, fair enough. I I think that definitely definitely are those two. Like, like even though the the conferences didn't blow me blow me away like last year, um, I kind of feel like a lot of good stuff is like the the quality of the games coming out are, are quite great, but Sony, <laughs> they need to kind of yeah. bring some new stuff to the table, man. Especially Days Gone, because that is clearly not coming out anytime soon. Like it's yeah, it, they can't afford to show. I don't want them to show that again next year, man. It is. I think we need to move towards more like a show things that are like within the next year. Yeah, 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 yeah far. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I'll go in with Dragon Ball. I'll go to Dragon Ball Fighters. That's definitely mine. Yeah. Also, cool. Cool, what <laughs> yeah, and, and Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi. What did uh, What did you think, Kieran? Hmm. What was yours? Uh, it probably would be Kirby or Dragon Ball Fighters. I think it was. They were both awesome. Cool. Yeah, I wish they showed more game- gameplay of Kirby. It was really weird that their Nintendo's Treehouse showed. Uh, multiple levels of that Yoshi game but nothing of Kirby which makes me yeah. think that it's maybe not as far in development as that Yoshi game is yeah yeah um, yeah but whatever I mean it's nice to see there's going to be a bunch of stuff to play in the Switch soon which is good because cool. I'm running out of things to play on it <laughs> excellent so there's a great I... game called Has Been Heroes <laughs> fuck off <I've> <laughs> <laughs> uh, right I think that's us. E3's over. Yes. Yep. It's uh, all over by the shouting. <laughs> so, um, cool. Um, so I think the uh, only thing left to do is thank Nathan for coming on and talking nonsense with us and talking through E3. Thank, thank you for having me again. 
Excellent. Anytime. Um, and also just to thank you, the listeners, for putting up with our nonsense and uh, listening to our, our ramblings. Yeah, if you've made it this far, you're like two and a half hours into listening to a podcast about news, you probably already knew. So, <laughs> yeah. g- good job. <laughs> well done, you. So, uh... <laughs> we didn't even cover it all. No, no. We just, we, we, we half-assed it. <laughs> but at least we talked to a that should be our motto is a glitch free gaming half assing game talk since 2012 when did we start 12 sounds nice. close enough yeah so um yeah well hopefully we'll have that on t-shirts uh, for next week <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, no seriously thank you very much for downloading and listening to as in, and sticking with us um, and we will see you again sometime next week yeah let's let's we usually do these weekly let's do that you, well, we'll usually do them and then we forget to post them yeah at the time of recording I've still not uploaded this week's podcast because Paul went away <laughs> on holiday and everything fell apart so <laughs> put them together Let's give him a six-hour bonanza. Oh, fuck. Last week's podcast was really long, so actually that would be... See, Last week's man. podcast was literally three hours long, so that would be a like, six-hour <laughs> podcast. So I'm not going to do that. Um, no. Gaming Omnibus. The people demand it. Oh. The people need help. I'm going to split them up into help. half our section. We're, living in, the, we're living in the dark timeline where Bubsy... Bubsy was at E3. I've seen everything. Of all the things to bring back, yeah. I mean, yep. we where's Cool Spot, man? That's what we really need. Where's Vector Man? <laughs> God, <laughs> <laughs> think of what we can do with vectors now. End podcasts. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Ciao. To me anyway You like to sing along Like it's your favorite